Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. Welcome inside the Jacob DeGrom Show. I'm Jacob DeGrom. Alongside me is my best friend, Jacob DeGrom. Live from the Jacob DeGrom Studios, where 15 strikeouts can get you a Cy Young Award. That means you should have gone and voted for Jacob DeGrom. You know, if you're going to keep this up. Go. Yeah, if finish, you keep this up, I'm going to just go sit in traffic bills? again. Can I finish paying bills? You said Jacob DeGrom. He's can not I, paying that, us that, anything. That's, that's who sponsors the show tonight. I don't know if you know that or not. Really? Yeah, every night there's a different sponsor for different things. And tonight and DeGrom Jacob is sponsoring. Jacob DeGrom is that yes. guy. Yes. <laughs> we won the Cy Young. He's sponsoring the show. That's how it is. Okay. Just so you know. I mean, look, I'm I'm not doing anything that I shouldn't be doing. We no, have to, we not have to at do all. this. We have to do this. When people sponsor the show, we have to get through it. Okay, let me stop you right there. 
The Mets suck. You know, look. When Thank Ke- you, Joey Tribbiani. When, when Keenan Allen sponsored the show that time last year, we had all his stats on the show. Frostburg still has stats left over. He stopped espousing the virtues of Keenan Allen a while ago, though. Drew Brees Maybe is he's going to talk about Joey Bosa showing up to work today or something. Drew Brees is going to sponsor the show just to get on and off hold with us. That's not a bad move. <laughs> if I sponsor guy, sure, sure, sure. That would be effective. I like that. <laughs> but we're live from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. Yes, we'll have more on Jacob DeGrom. DeGrominant, the DeGoat. I'm out of dust stuff. Really but- sad I just didn't bet that. <laughs> Even though he was going to be the obvious fan, like I wouldn't have thought twenty nine of thirty. I want to talk to the thirtieth man, but yeah, San Diego writer, eat some fish tacos. I'm voting Jacob Degrom second. Come on, should have bet the hell. Come out of on, that. man, Not really? Tired. It's like when remember when Shaq won the MVP and the only guy keeping him from winning it unanimous was Fred Hickman because he voted for Allen Iverson, and Fred Hickman had to go and defend himself on television because he voted for Allen Iverson. Yeah, but that's the way to get a lot of heat is to be that dissenting voter. Right? Uh, I want heat. I want a hot take on well, people talking about me. Hey, hot takery sometimes makes people millions of dollars. Okay, It doesn't have to that's be grounded true. in logic. No, you're right. It doesn't right. have to be grounded in fact. You just throw something up against the wall and see if it just starts to melt the paint off. That's all you do. All right. I like that idea. So let's get after it. I, I've, I've drank stuff like that in my lifetime. Oh, I have I no take doubt. the paint off a wall. Oh, give me another cut. Give me another cut. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Double it up. But while today really is, well, it's all about Jacob deGrom, we have more of the drama involving the Warriors and how much they like, hate Draymond Green, how much Draymond Green likes, hates Kevin Durant. We have that coming up in 15 minutes. But... The Le'Veon Bell stuff today was just absolutely hilarious. A day after we find out Le'Veon Bell is not going to report to the Steelers, he's going to sit out all season long, his teammates, or should I say former teammates, decided, you know what? His locker's been sitting there untouched for a long time. We're going to go steal stuff from it. And here's some of his teammates taking stuff out of Le'Veon's locker, posting this on social media. Appreciate it, clicks, my guy, man. You know what I'm saying? But I hope you're the best, man. Wish you success, my guy. Well, appreciate it, clicks, man. I'm taking all off and on, bro. Much love. What are you going to do with them? Man, I hope you get that dead leg right. <laughs> Bud Dupree, the uh, linebacker who said, hey, thanks for the cleats, but they took all stuff out of his locker. There was cleats. Shirts. There was a CD labeled Le'Veon Bell number one. All of it all got cleaned out. He's not coming back. We're going to take the stuff. Can't say I agree with the let's go loot the man's locker. Here's why that I agree with Then I want to know why the uh, equipment guys, how the hell lazy are they? Or do they hate him too? Did he never tip them or take care of them at the at the end of a oh, season? maybe not. Because no, there yeah, should have been not. nothing in that locker. Yeah, yeah. As soon as that deadline hit yesterday, yeah. that should have been it. That nameplate should have been gone. All the stuff should have been out of there. And he, there should have been no sign of Le'Veon Bell in that locker room. So the Pittsburgh Steeler equipment guys, this this is on them too. I want their backstory. Get them. Where's that guy that found all the 12 loose-lipped people about the uh, the Patriots? Louis, Louis Lips was not involved in no, this. Well, you he know what? Steeler legend, of course. Not involved. But here's, go, go find it. Go talk to the equipment guys. Find out what a bad guy Le'Veon Bell must have been for them to not to just leave it. Out of hell with him. We're just going to leave it and let people take what they want. TJ, Steelers doing the actual stealing tonight from Le'Veon's locker. TJ. Here's why I'm okay with it. Here's why I'm okay with it. Will I be able to get one of those pair of cleats on eBay? <laughs> Probably get them right now. Are you kidding? If they don't fit Bud Dupree, he's going to sell them. But I remember playing in high school, playing football in high school, 
And there was always you started with, like, say you started with 40 kids. And then over the course of the first couple of weeks of the season, you got down from 40 to 35, 34. Some kids quit. Some kids just stopped showing up. And it was always a day, like, after two weeks where the coach says, if this person hasn't come to practice or hasn't reached out, they're done and can't come back to the team at all. Not that they could come back anyway because you're missing practice, you're not going to play in a game, but two weeks was it. And if their stuff was in a locker, he came out with the big clippers and he would and he would break the lock and then everybody would just take whatever equipment was in there. Oh, it's an extra pair of knee pads. Here's a here's a you know, here's a here's a thigh pad. Oh, here's a neck roll that he had in there. Oh, it's an extra practice. Including the neck roll. Everybody would oh no, there was nothing left. Wow. There was nothing. The only stuff that would be left there is if it was stuff you had to turn back in at the end of the year. Like okay, if it was, team issued whatever. Yeah, if it was okay. like team issued, nobody took the shoulder pads or the helmet. Right. It was all like, oh, here's a jersey, here's an extra pair of practice pants. All the, it was like it was a feeding frenzy. And you go in, that locker was just bare. It's like in the cartoons when someone puts a fish in their mouth and then just pulls the fish right out and it's just the fish bones. That's what it would look like. And I was one right there. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I want to get a good seat because this guy's got a pair of elbow pads I really would like to grab. So you know what? I'm going to get right next to it. So that was me. I was that guy. So I'm all right with taking Le'Veon Bell stuff. Yes. Yeah, see, I, I thought this was – the most ridiculous thing. There, there was the moment of, all right, Bud Dupree going on video. It's it's fun for a second. And they're like, really? You hate the guy that much that you're going to take his stuff? Mm. Like, hate him all you want. Mm-hmm. You want to MF him to everybody that walks through that locker room, every national reporter that shows up for here for the rest of the year. But you're, you're laughing about taking – you guys are all making millions of dollars too. And you're doesn't giggling matter. about it's taking a man's cleat. It's free stuff. It doesn't matter. It's free. Jason would be in that locker room looking for Le'Veon's mailbox. <laughs> His mailbox. Where is it? I'm going to steal it. <laughs> Stole the knee pads. I mean, he's got everything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's stealing. Uh, I'm pretty it, sure you can't it's, it's take still, somebody's stuff. The name of the team is the Steelers. It's no, not their true. property. Okay. That's Le'Veon Bell's property. If you leave property. They didn't buy that for him. That's you, his stuff. But they, but it doesn't matter. They don't store it for him. Seems like they should at least give him back they've the been, Le'Veon Bell number one disc. They, they've been storing that stuff for months now, and he hasn't shown up to get it. So, you know, it's just like when you don't pay your bill at a storage facility. They open it up. and Storage wars, right? People show up. Oh, yeah, because, because, because that's exactly how, how those ah, things come down, too. Look, there's thousands of dollars of stuff. Guys have been here in months. Like, every, take take whatever you want out of his locker. No, it, that's that should be the that's not, that's bad on the steel. It's bad on the teammates. It's a bad look for them. No, nah, I think it's a fun the, look. It's bad for the team. <laughs> all right, the next day you don't show up, Jason. I'm stealing all your New Balances. It's what <laughs> you're gonna fall over if you put them on your feet. They're so wide. You'll be hearing me coming from a block away. <laughs> coming down like the Frankenstein monster down the hallway. Uh, but. Now that Le'Veon Bell's story is getting to the next level, let's clear up some misconceptions as as we get to the day after for him. Because there's things that have been said following Le'Veon's decision to sit out for the rest of the year that really, there's a lot of misconceptions out there. People are saying the wrong things. For instance, he made the right decision to sit out. That's what you hear a lot of people say. He made the right call. He made the right call. He made the right call. That's not right. He made the safe call. He didn't make the right call. We'll never know if he made the right call because if he plays this year, has a normal Le'Veon Bell year like he normally would have, he plays, he hits free agency, and he's got an extra $15 million, right? So that would be the right call. Pocketed $15 million, exactly. So playing would be the right call. If he played for a week and he hurt his knee and he couldn't play again, well, then it would be the wrong call. So you can't say he made the right decision. The The right way to say it is he made the safe decision. 
He didn't make the right call because we don't know. You, you're, you're banking on I'm going to get hurt. That's You're saying he made the right decision. The only way you could say that if, if you think he absolutely would have gotten hurt and he would have not been able to play football again and he would have lost a lot of money. So you can't say he made the right call. He made the safe call. That's the correct thing to say about Le'Veon Bell. So I think it just comes down to it's all up to him as to whether he made his right call. If he if he's feeling good about it, great. I can't imagine that losing $855,000 a week, that there's not part of you that's grumbling and, and walking around and, and saying, what the hell am I doing? At least a few times a day, right? No matter how good you know, your body feels because mm-hmm. you haven't taken a hit or how many jet skis you're riding on or video games you're playing. I can't imagine that there wasn't a lot of regret in the moment at least a couple of times a day. That's just a lot of money to leave out there because the entire time you're thinking the same thing along the the lines that you just put up of, all right, long-term, what if I'd gotten through hell? And, yes, they probably would have beaten him down in terms of his touch count, but maybe they would have fallen in love with the practice habits of James Conner and worked him in more. And maybe Le'Veon Bell would have been more of a receiver. Right, because you haven't seen a number three really step up next to Juju Smith-Schuster and Antonio Brown. James Washington's had a couple of moments. The tight ends have had a couple of moments, and obviously Connor's been a beast out of the backfield as a receiver. What if Le'Veon Bell just started lining up in the slot a little bit, take a little bit of that beating away uh, from him? So, I mean, there, there's certainly things they could have done from from the Pittsburgh side of things to keep his body fresh. But safe-wise, yeah, he didn't take any hits this year. Someone's still going to come with a giant satchel of money, right? As we but talked you, about, you can't say it was the right. It's because you, you don't know. Because the right, if he plays all season, right, plays fine. That's the right call, and that, then the wrong call would have been to sit out. So just say we got to be accurate. He made the safe call, but about the money, that's the next thing. People have, have said all day today, he's going to make his money back next year. He's going to make it back next year. That is also incorrect. What he's going to do is he's going to make a lot of money next year, yep. right? Let's say after this year he signs a four-year, $60 million contract, right? That's what's being thrown around there. It's going to be four years, $60 million, Whatever right? that guarantee is. What right. are we talking? 30 45, million Let's just 40, say that's out there. Whatever, yeah. He's not going to get instead of four years and $60 million, four years and $75 million just because he missed getting paid this season. He's going to get the same contract at the end of this year whether he played or whether he didn't play. So what he did, he's not making back that $15 million. That's gone forever. So whatever you talk about his earnings, it's $15 million less. He's going to make the same amount of money next year he would make regardless as to whether or not he got $15 million this year or he got $0. That has no effect on what his contract is. And let's just say he played, and he played phenomenal. And he and, and if you think, well, James Conner's having this kind of year, maybe Le'Veon Bell, 23 touchdowns, he runs for 1,200 yards, catches 1,000 yards of passes, maybe instead of four years, 60 million, it's four years and 80 million. In which case then, okay, he really cost himself instead of getting it back and making it back because he didn't play this year, so there's nothing to go off of. So where he could have played great and gotten more money, we'll never know that. But no matter what contract he gets, He's not getting back this $15 million that he didn't collect this year. No, there's there's no way to to look at it and say that that's the case because no matter how much one of these teams comes over the top and pays him, and we go back to the Gurley extension, four-year, $57.5 million, $45 million in guarantees, if he gets to that, then then fine. He, he's got a giant pile of money, and he's going to have a giant pile of money either way, but to say that he's making that money up, it's just not not the case. It's not a, hey, here's a gift. You did the right thing and kept yourself fresh for our team. So here's an extra $15 million. John Gruden isn't doing that. 
The Jets, whoever's in charge at that time, isn't doing it. Dorsey in Cleveland isn't doing it. Wherever you want a rumor, uh, Le'Veon Bell to show up, they're not cutting him a big fat check because he came in a little bit less banged up. The other side of this is he's been off this entire time. He's been in the system for uh, infractions, shall we say, in the past. He and LeGarrette Blunt. Mm-hmm. It's to say that part of this is uh, he, he knew he needed to stay away. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, there's a lot more to it that he might have all been fully intentional on coming in at some point and then realize, wait, no, that's not going to work. So, I mean, you've got that floating out there as well. So for Le'Veon Bell, now we go to the next phase and we can't wait till February to see where the funny money flows. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We got more on Le'Veon, more misconceptions need to be cleared up following his decision to not reported, then the Steelers stealing everything out of his locker. But coming up next, the worm is turning. More evidence as to what is at the heart of the Kevin Durant-Draymond Green feud. This story just gets better and better for one very simple reason. We got it coming up next. The Chase and Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. You check things all the time, like your email, social media. But Discover asks, what about checking something as important as your credit score? Well, Discover makes it quick and easy with their credit scorecard, which is free for everyone, even if you're not a customer. See your FICO credit score and other important credit information, and once you know your score, you should check to see if your current credit card is the best fit for you. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. That's discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Ten minutes away from Lakers-Blazers, the Lakers undefeated in the Tyson Chandler era. Who knew? Defensive that's all stopper. they needed. Well, not the shooter we were looking for, but that's okay. You know, I, I, will, I will say this about Tyson Chandler, and this is something that was not an element I thought the Lakers lacked, but now seeing it and seeing him, it's something they needed. He brings that toughness that, Nobody else on the team can bring. Look, well, it's pretty funny because you thought you had those guys. You thought you did, but you didn't. And and now seeing him play, just seeing the difference in the team the last four games, you can see it. The guy that's going to go get that ball, that's going to go make that big play and going to get a big rebound late. They're missing that. The guy that's going to come in and bang and say, hey, you don't come in here and do this. This happened to the Lakers back around, I want to say right, right around 98-99 when just before their – first of three straight championships, Rick Fox had a big, uh, not a big meltdown, but he had a big to-do with reporters talking about how, you know, the team's not tough. And the reporters say, does that bother you? Yeah, it does. Can you fix it? I don't know. And that was a real big thing because Rick Fox is, you know, long-tenured Laker and everybody loved him. Something. whoa, what's Rick Fox saying? And then what happened? The Lakers went out and they got tough and they won three championships. And that was a very big thing. And Tyson Chandler brings that kind of presence that they just didn't have. And you don't know you sometimes you don't know you're missing something until you see and go, oh man, how how do we not like it's easy to say you need a guy that shoots, you need a shooter, you need no, J.J. Sure. Reddick. But sometimes that toughness is so you don't realize you're missing it. And now they have it. Well you thought you needed another big man. That was of uh, besides JaVale McGee, obviously to to bang through a full forty eight. And especially when you start looking long term towards your playoff aspiration. Here's the big question though. Does LeBron James have any other really good friends who become GMs of teams that'll release guys so the Lakers He just has go, to call them. They're all his friends. Oh, Can he just who, who go get anybody he wants? Yeah, anybody. Oh, well, well, hell. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, you know, ex-teammates and 
He'll make a call. Guys that have been hanging out. He'll call Toronto for Kawhi Leonard at some point before the deadline. Hey, I really need Kawhi. Boy, but you know, we're the best team in the East at now, but I need him. All right, we'll give him to you. Ah, you're not beating the Warriors. Come on. What, what, do you, what do you give us? We'll give you Michael Beasley. Sold. He can go get some more toughness and go trade for Draymond Green. Uh, so we have that. We got Bill Plaschke coming up in a little bit less than seven minutes from now to talk all the latest big news involving the Lakers and on. But in the NBA, it is day two of what the hell is happening <laughs> with the Warriors. One day after Draymond Green was suspended for a run-in with Kevin Durant following a game in which he called him B-word repeatedly, we now are getting details as to just what is at the root of Draymond Green, why he got upset with Kevin Durant, because as we told you last night, there's something else. This is not just Draymond Green didn't pass to Kevin Durant at the end of a game. There's got to be something else going on. And now we know, according to sources, it was all about how Draymond Green got in Kevin Durant's face talking about free agency. We were good before you. We were good before you got here. We were a championship team, and you come in here acting like you're all this, and he starts calling the B word, and that's really at the crux of what this is all about not happy with Kevin Durant's free agency and debating whether or not he's going to stay with Golden State. Draymond Green not happy that this is going on in the news. All right, now two things I want to say about this. Number one is Kevin Durant's not doing anything wrong. Anytime he's asked about free agency, he's giving the right answer. He's saying, I don't know. He can't help me. He's not doing interviews telling people, hey, ask me about free agency. Anytime they ask him, is he going to stay, is he not, he says, I don't know. So I don't know what you expect the guy to say, but Draymond Green is really upset. Draymond Green's upset because, yeah, they did win championships, but now he's upset they needed Kevin Durant to come to win the last two because they didn't win without him the last time they played. Steph and Curry it's Draymond Green's enough. fault! <laughs> it was Draymond Green got suspended, and him and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson weren't enough to continue as rest of the NBA was evolving. So you bring in Kevin Durant. I get that Draymond Green is upset about that, but you brought in a guy who's the second best player in the game. He is the second best player in the game. That's where the argument should end. You don't go after the second best player in the game like this one. Clearly, he is more valuable to the Warriors than you are. Draymond Green has a deteriorating skill set. He doesn't score anymore. He's two role players wrapped in one guy. He's a good defender, and he's a passing big man that can run the floor. You know what? That's being a role player. All right, that's being a role player. He's 7-7-7. Seven, seven, and seven. That's what he is. He's a lucky sevens. That's what he gives you across the board. Right? That's Draymond Green. He is a role player. But mainly, when it comes to this with Draymond Green, Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Nothing was bad when you were wooing Kevin Durant to come to Golden State. Remember, all year long it was phone calls and texts and we're sure. wooing Kevin Durant to come to Golden State. Then you didn't mind it so much, right? Then when he was asked about free agency and are you going to stay at Oklahoma City, are you not, then it wasn't a big deal, right, because he was coming to you. But now he's here and he may leave and now it's, oh, oh well, you know, why, why do you got to do it? Why do you got to hold his hostage? Oh, so you were okay with it when it was, he was coming to you, but now that it's happening to you, now you got a big problem with it. You know what? Draymond Green has to just grow up and be a man. He's got to grow up and realize the NBA is for grown bleeping men, and this is what it's all about. And he doesn't realize that because he's still a kid running around. A couple of years ago, he's still going to keg parties at Michigan State's campus. He's a guy that the can't mega get a, keggers, you, as we you, coined it yesterday. You can't get along with the quietest superstar in the NBA because you don't like the way he is saying no comment when he's asked about free agency. You got to grow up and be a man.
I mean, that this is where you got you got to just stop this off, oh, and I'm going to get in people's faces, all of that. You got to realize, you got to realize, you got to grow up because the NBA is a man's game. Now, I enjoyed his Kevin Durant's post game press conference yesterday. Slow, deliberate answers, very terse, very short with his words, and then asking uh, when they said, "Hey, you know, are we going to talk about basketball?" And someone just said, "Hey, talk about it." He goes, "We'll ask a question," and got all salty talking about their friendship and and whatever else that it doesn't matter. For Draymond Green, part of this, I think, is that he's no longer a story, or he hasn't been, right? Because it's all been about, well, Steph Curry's banged up. Klay Thompson may leave via free agency. All the rumors about him. And then you get all the Kevin Durant, last guy in, first one out. You know, like one of those uh, a LIFO accounting, last in, first out type of uh, processing in terms of your books and bookkeeping. Uh, For Draymond Green, he's the fourth story. At best. Steve Kerr's before that, too, because he's been vocal about a lot of political and social issues. So Draymond Green's just a guy. I don't think he likes being just a guy and being low. Hell, people are more curious as to when Boogie Cousins is coming back than what Draymond Green's going to do next. So he's, he's just become an also-ran in that process. And when you look at Kevin Durant, you know you can go at him. We've seen it. Burner accounts and, and everything else. All Going back to the apology to the Oklahoman all that <laughs> that time ago, you know that you can get under his skin. I don't know what that benefits you. You got eight more months that you have to play together unless you want to just get shipped out of town, which might ultimately be Draymond's green play, play at this point, right? He's only got one more year on his deal. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's tired of it and tired of being part of the circus when he doesn't get to be one of the ring guys in the uh, center ring. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon. Coming up in one minute, Bill Plasky stops by LA Times around the horn. Uh, maybe, maybe, and I mean maybe, he's got something on Kevin Durant to the Lakers. I mean, I I, I don't know, maybe. You think? He might. But first. It's too soon, bro. It's it's not really. We're talking about it a lot. Are we going to do USC, UCLA? I'm just kidding. It's Steve DeSager with What's Trending SD. Hello, starting something, are you? On to the NBA scoreboard, just final. Grizzlies win at Milwaukee, 116-113. Earlier, Orlando outscored Philly by 16 in the fourth quarter, came back and beat him 111-106. Nick Vucevic with 30 points. Washington and Boston with wins, Detroit and Miami as well. Oklahoma City sent the Knicks to another loss. Knicks are 4-11 on the season. For the Thunder, Paul George, 35 points. By the way, in a Wizards win over Cleveland. That puts Cleveland's record at 2-12 and 12 now. The late game starts up in 10 minutes. The Lakers hosting the Trailblazers, who are 10-3. and three. Currently in progress, under two minutes to go at Minnesota. Timberwolves, 105-98 over the Pelicans. And under 10 minutes left, Dallas is ripping Utah 92-80. to 80 early in the fourth quarter. Steph Curry of Golden State will miss at least three more games with a strained groin, then he'll be reevaluated in 10 days. College basketball earlier tonight on FS1, 18th-ranked Michigan pounced at number 8 Villanova, beating him 73-46. to Michigan led 50-19 to early in the second half. Four NHL games, including our Discover Card key matchup, which is Boston at Colorado. Avs leading 1-0 late in the first period. Speaking of matchups, become a new card member, and Discover Card will Match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Defensive end Joey Bosa returned to limited practice with the Chargers after a foot injury in training camp. The NFL flexed the Chargers game at Pittsburgh to a Sunday night week 13 and week 14 will now have Rams at Bears on a Sunday night. 
Ian Snell, Tampa Bay, wins the AL Cy Young, edging out Justin Verlander. Snell averaged under six innings per start, but had 21 wins on the year. And opponents batted 178 against him. And somebody from the Mets won the NL Cy Young. Hey! I would say thank you, but no thank you, Steve DeSager. <laughs> it was Jacob DeGrom, and well-deserving. He had by far the best ERA in the majors. <laughs> Thanks so much, mm. SD. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you treat you. The man next to me is my best friend, Mike Harmon, and on the line with us right now, only one man has ABBA walk-up music. It's L.A. Times Sports <laughs> columnist, ESPN, around the horn panelist, Bill Plasky. BP, what's happening? How can Mike, and I love Mike, Jason, how can you defend the looting that they did on Le'Veon Bell's locker? That's looting! Okay, they they didn't break in and steal televisions. They took his cleats (laughs) that have been sitting there for like eight months. Well, I think think it's a terrible look. I agree with Mike totally. And where was he, I agree also, where was the equipment manager there? What what are they doing? That that stuff never should have been in there. Bill, he must not have gotten tipped. I'm telling you, last year he didn't get his present at the end of the year. <laughs> no, it's just—it's just such a bad look. No, it's no, just you, a bad. It's just a bad look. You know what it is, Bill? Remember, I, remember in Goodfellas when they had the Lufthansa heist and the security guard just let Ray Liotta walk in, take the money, and walk out. You know that was the that was the the equipment guy. They he he got something out of it. They let him walk in, take the stuff, and walk out. <laughs> I gotta think that stuff's the property of the Steelers. I gotta think that's not really Bell's. But it's the Steelers, and they got to keep it. They could have given it to charity. What? What? I mean, he could have done anything with that stuff. And I think it just. I look. I saw the video. It looks horrible. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I know. It's, I know it's not televisions, but it feels like it. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm so sensitive. Yeah, I'm a sensitive man. Wow. All right. Well, you know, <laughs> Bill. Wait. Wait. You know. Wait. You know what? I'm going to say this. If something ever happens here at Fox, I want you to come and make sure nobody comes and takes my stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like what stuff you got? Like a, like a, the, your 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 pack of Red Man. Listen, there's he's a got lot. a shrine to Jacob Degrom. There's a lot of and I had a Coke. bunch of Jet stuff yeah, and a I couple of some, Diet Coke. I got some ice cream in the freezer. You know, I, I you know I got a lot of <laughs> okay. cheese sauce. You okay? I'm not okay. Okay, I will. I'm not going to win this argument. Okay, we're done. But okay, it, it looked terrible. It's it guy, awful. It's guys having fun. I mean, look, you know what I would just say? Go in and get it yourself then. Oh, I'm not going in to get it. Oh, okay, then. All right, so somebody's going to yeah, take it. Well, but, but you also, I do agree with you, he lost that money. All, all these people, this new narrative about how he's going to get that money back. No, he lost $15 million. That ain't never coming back. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter, at Bill Plasky, as we move on from Le'Veon Bell, Bill, getting ready for around the horn. I think getting ready, getting ready for uh, doing a little pre. <laughs> Jacked up about it, yeah. Hey, so uh, <laughs> we're about to watch tip off here. The Lakers, and I know, Bill, you knew this was going to happen. We were going to be able to say undefeated in the Tyson Chandler era as they get ready to take on the Portland Trailblazers. Tyson Chandler is great. I don't know if Javale McGee's so happy he's there. <laughs> there could be a Draymond Green. Wouldn't that be horrible? Draymond Green. Two days after Draymond Green and Durant get into it, Javale McGee and Tyson Chandler get into it. In the same, not quite. Not quite the same stakes, would you say? Not quite. That's not quite a stakes race. That, that's a more of a. a, a no, yeah, but no, it's. I, I don't know. You know what? People are excited. They beat a couple bad teams. Let's just wait and see. Let's wait and see what happens. Now, Tyson Chandler. He was yes, he was uh, one of the pieces they're missing, but they're missing a lot more than him. And I can't imagine that he'll be the difference between making them, 
you know, an eight, a seven seed and a three seed. I mean, come on. People just – but I'm telling you, I've been over there several times now, and it's just crazy. The buzz around that team, everything that team does is nuts. I mean, there's 30 people around Brandon Ingram after every game, you know, even when he doesn't play well. It's, it's the media hype is crazy, and everything they do is going to be either great or terrible. Let's just wait. But I can't imagine Tyson Chandler being that big of a difference. Come on. I can't say this. If LeBron leaves the uh, shoes he's wearing in the locker room, I'd go take those today. Nice cheetah pattern yeah, on the sure back. Those, those are those are good. No, I'd, well, I'd have someone do it for me because Jason's got no uh, qualms about doing that, Bill, uh, as he's proven to you thus far. The oh. Chiefs, and you already said it, the Chiefs and the Rams. Uh, the Rams get a gift, a nice home date against a top-ranked opponent, uh, but this was uh, a disaster, and the Players, as we saw the NBA, Jason and I talking about it a little bit yesterday, NBA players flexed their muscle in the Sterling situation. NFL players finally stepped up and said, hey, we're not playing on that garbage, and now the Rams get a gift in a home game. It was just as huge. This, you could look back on this season and say this was a turning point, could be a turning point for the Rams. I mean, they, they, they lost the home game. They're playing at altitude. The Rams fans, I can't imagine they travel well because – they don't travel well to the Coliseum. I can't imagine them tra- traveling well, traveling well to, to, to Mexico City. So this is huge for them. Yeah, the players complain. I, and I'm guessing the, the league needed that little push from the players to, to not to pull it out of there. Did you see that field? It looked oh. like my backyard. It looked like my backyard. Oh, and it, it was terrible. You know what it looked like, I Bill? Mean, the, the overhead shots. You know when you see, like, hey, remember when the Olympics were in such and such a city four years ago? All those oh, new stadiums yeah, were yeah, abandoned. Yeah. Like that's what it looks like on, on on the pictures. Well, apparently it got torn up at a Shakira concert October 10th, but they kept having events there ever <laughs> since then. I mean, what, what what were they thinking down there? But anyway. But wait, you were there what for the, the, What the hell kind of concert do you have no, that no, no. gets that kind of damage, though, Bill? I think Bill was there for the Shakira concert. Oh, he was. Concert. Yeah, yeah. Bill, you were well, there for was, that, I, right? I don't know. I don't know who he is, Shakira, but, <laughs> I just know, but I, I'm guessing he threw a wild concert. Yeah, so, yes. uh, <laughs> what, what Was that your Mike that? Francesa moment? His hips, <laughs> his hips don't lie, Bill. I'll, I'll tell you that much. You're absolutely right about that. <laughs> no, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, big, it's big for the Rams to get that game at home, to get it in front of the national, you know, to get the, the audience. And I think that it's good for the NFL. And, that, and again, it's just a – it's a big moment for them. It could, could could come down to being a difference. They're fighting for their playoff lives as far as tr- trying to get a home field advantage. They really need that. I don't think they can win in New Orleans in January. So I think they need to get that thing back in L.A. And this is a big step toward me. I mean, I'm, I think the Rams win this game. I think this is a difference. Getting it at home, I think they win this game now. And they're going to come back from uh, Colorado and uh, be right enough to worry about training in the high uh, altitude anymore. Well, no. No, here's the deal. They stayed there. They're staying until yeah, Saturday, they stayed right? Saturday. They yeah. stayed there. Somebody, hello, guys. Hello. Uh, you're not playing the altitude anymore. You can come home now. No, they're so intent and blessed for this. I guess this is why they're winning. They're so intent on keeping their regime, their regimen, that they just didn't leave. They stayed in Colorado Springs. But some, to some degree, Bill, is that also just, you know, you're out of sight, out of mind, and, and concentrating on football? as opposed to potentially, you know, as much as you want to be out in the community and, and be around, how many people were affected by what's going on here in Southern California? Yeah, that could be, or it could be Southwest. that doesn't have, a good, didn't have enough planes taken back from, from, from Denver here. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm sure that's it. I'm sure that's, I'm sure they, they figure it's a huge distraction here. They take advantage of it and just stay or stay put. 
not get back on there. And I can imagine moving the whole operation. They also moved, to their credit, they moved families of their employees who were uprooted. They invited them to come with them. So there's probably a lot of families there and a lot of issues like that as well. You can follow him on Twitter, at Bill Plaschke. That is at Bill Plaschke. And check out his latest column all about the big win for the Rams in moving Monday night football from Azteca to Los Angeles. Again, on Twitter, at Bill Plaschke, latimes.com, and you'll see him on ESPN's Around the Horn. And Bill, you won't see me. And you won't, I will not leave anything behind that studio for you guys ever again, Jason. Good I, man. I'm not leaving anything behind. All I don't right. want to get looted. And we'll call <laughs> you when JaVale McGee hits Tyson Chandler with his fanny yeah. pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. See you guys. See you, See buddy. you Bill. There goes Bill Plasky. <laughs> I think it's like he was trying out his around the horn stuff on. I us. like that. That's that pretty cool. Uh, look, th- this whole situation as it sits with Le'Veon Bell, all the misconceptions we talked. We'll get into more of them coming up uh, in about twenty minutes. But the bottom line is that you know this whole thing with the the rating as locker. I think people just making too much. Of it. Oh my God, this is a horrible. These are guys having fun. It's stuff he doesn't care about. If he cared, he would be there. This this is one of those things where you know what this happens with a football team. You know, you, you can't just compare certain things from real life. Just going okay. It's it's a little bit different. These guys go to Le'Veon's locker and taking his sneakers and stuff. It, this is not the same thing as your neighbors going into your house when you're gone, stealing your stuff and taking video. Going, hey, thanks a lot. I'm taking this Vizio that's right in front of you. The TV. It's a little bit different. That's a football thing. I get it. I understand it. Just to a point, though, the optics of it, right? Yes, you're having fun and you're saying, hey, thanks, Le'Veon. And for all you know. There are guys in that locker room that still have had communication with it. We'll never know, right? How much is there unless someone Hey, does. go take my stuff, man. I don't care. Really? Yeah, dude, go ahead, man. Have fun. But in all seriousness, I'm not coming for it. I'm done. And if I'm willing to give up $14.5 million, I don't care about a pair of Nike cleats, right? <laughs> or whatever's on that Le'Veon Bell number one mixtape or whatever that is. <laughs> I'm going back to Cali. Cali. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Lakers Blazers underway. We'll keep you updated on this one throughout the night. But coming up next, some heavy hardware handed out to a couple of very deserving recipients. Or not so deserving. Snell! I'm so excited. You guys all done? Or not so deserving. I'm very, very excited about it. You know what? I'm going to beat all of you up right now. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. DeGrom wins a Cy Young. DeGrom wins a Cy Young. DeGrom wins a Cy Young. DeGrom Never wins a Cy Young. DeGrom wins a Cy He's Young. DeGrom wins a Cy Young. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We're live from the Geico Studios. Blazers and Lakers, 18-12. Portland with the lead early over Los Angeles. LeBron James, three points in five minutes. JaVale McGee already with four. Like a boss. Trying to keep Tyson Chandler at bay. But we had some heavy hardware handed out in Major League Baseball. And in true JV varsity style, Tampa's Blake Snell is named your American League Cy Young Award winner. And then at 6.48 p.m. Eastern time. Why 6.48 Eastern? Well, let's see. Jacob DeGrom's uniform number 
It's 48. Oh, that's the time they screwed Max Scherzer over, St- right? Oh, they st- screwed yeah. him over. Are you kidding me? 648, I know. Are you kidding you me? You remember that. No, I, I know. You'll never forget Max that. Max Scherzer over, yeah. You know, you know, you guys, you got to have better. You can't just say anything anti what I say. 10 got, wins? Get out of here. 12.2 strikeouts per nine. Pitchers 220 no, and two-thirds inning with like a workhorse, like a boss. Pitchers have no control over wins. Bottom line, Jacob deGrom. 29 straight starts, three runs or less. Never been done in the history of Major League Baseball. His ERA was 1.70. I'm sorry, he's the Cy Young Award winner. ERA is still the most important stat in anybody when you're trying to win a Cy Young Award. Blake Snell's 21 wins are fine, but his ERA was under two, and that's great. And you know, you have an ERA two and a half, that's great too. But when you're a whole run higher than another guy, who plays the same position at the same amount of starts, he's the Cy Young winner. Well, he pitched with DeGrom pressure. Jacob DeGrom can't win this year, when can he win? But he pitched with pressure, and Jacob DeGrom did and not. And pitched with no offense. Okay, so it's even. There was a seven-game stretch where the Mets sco- where he scored more runs for himself than the Mets scored. Yeah, I'm really just trying to get you agitated. I want to see if I can get your heart no, all, to literally beat out of your chest. All you're doing, oh, I'm going to make it the Mike Harmon show, not going to call... The fire department. At or no or point anything. did I say that murder was in my heart. Uh, if something happens to your heart, you fall on the ground. I hey, mean, yesterday was National Mike Kindness Harman Day. Show. Hey, I just want to let you know it's my show now, and Jason Smith is lying on the floor dead. So I'll call the police in a few minutes. But first, well, we, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We give people your thoughts on some Mitchell updates. Trubisky and Clayton Thorson. Who's the better quarterback in the Midwest? Well, we do it's some updates after we talked about JaVale McGee a little bit more. Do you like shorts on men, or do you like when they wear long pants or the longboard shorts? Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That's not a bad. You want to talk that's about? That's a pretty good. Uh, Debate topic and uh, poll question. There's no question about it. The best Afghan Wigs album. Let's rank them right now. One through 14. Let's see what they are. I like that you've given me a lot of show topics for when this cheese eventually does you in. I got a whole show. That's four hours right there. Done. The shorts conversation is a big one. No, there's no question about it. But really, look, the most important stat is ERA when it comes to winning the Cy Young. When you have such a low ERA that it pops, that's what's going to do it for you. And DeGrom's ERA and 29 straight starts with three runs or less. That's really all you need. ERA, whip, and your strikeout to walk ratio. Those are the things that you're looking for in your Cy Young. And you look at the ridiculous level of DeGrom. I I argued him for the MVP the entire year. So clearly I'm being facetious in terms of my... Yeah. Dismissal of his Cy Young I'll efforts. I'll go against that because the Mets could suck without him. So it, uh, you know they sucked with him. They could suck without him. So yeah, I but he give he, the MVP. Yeah, but he could have gone out there and just said, "Ah, to hell with it." <laughs> <laughs> just served up some gopher ball after gopher ball. But just a, a fantastic run for him. Clayton uh, Kershaw did not appear on any ballots this year, despite one his guy, two seven three and ERA. One guy, some swinger from San Diego. Does not vote for Jacob DeGrom. It would have been unanimous. The one guy to have Max Scherzer first and Jacob DeGrom second. He got 29 he out al- of 30. Yeah, he also won't votes. vote him as a first ballot Hall of Famer. Boo! So Come on, man. Really? Same kind of guy. I was probably Boltman who did it. Ah, I'm not happy. I'm going to vote against DeGrom. You think he's going to put Boltman up for sale again? I don't 
Because I think we might be able to get a GoFund yourself going. That's like, is that like when you take your house off the market and then you put it back on No, you, you make a couple of moderate, minor adjustments or wait for the market to shift a little bit. And then t- you put it back up. We're going to take it down from 469 to 459 New listing, lower price, and try to drum up some business on it. One where guy, where can does, I get that anywhere near? How does, I mean, really, how do you yeah. not vote for him over Max Scherzer? How do you, how, I mean, really? Make Very it, easily. You, you, again, you make the argument about meaningful games. Wait a minute. Frostburg, did you call the guy in San Diego? If you did that, I will he so might have, kick well, your ass. He might have taken a, a divergent path you from know, his Keenan Allen stats. all 30 of them listen to my emails. <laughs> <laughs> the Grom's a bomb. I keep getting these emails from this Justin Frostburger guy. I don't know what this is all about. Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike, it's Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we get back to the biggest story in the NFL, Fox Sports Radio. And enjoy a five-second guitar solo. You know, Bill Belichick might really like this song. I think so. I hate that song. You know, he let it marinate that time, though. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. And oh, by the way, Alex Tightshirt, I heard you cheating on us, playing a song on The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker, and then you played the Bill Belichick, I hate that song drop. I heard you do that, man. Hold on. Who said that was exclusive for this show? Anything anything that happens on this show is exclusive. Wait, are you guys being serious? He did? Yeah, absolutely. I heard it about 20 minutes before the end of the show. You're out of here. All right, guys. Uh, it's, a, it's a final. Feel free to raid my locker after I'm gone. <laughs> he won't wait till he, after you're well, gone. Well, he does. It is oh, full wow. of Steelers stuff. No, you he's know, got a Steelers mud. Tight your locker. All right, who wants the quinoa? Who he's got? He's got. Kale. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the five pounds of kamut. He's got kale and the growing in the bottom of his locker. Oh my! Just growing. leave me the sour soap, okay? That's it. It's growing what? out of a biodegradable <laughs> pair of flip flops. All right, that's tight your locker. Yeah, I mean your 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 locker would look like. The planet from Avatar. It would look very green. I'll <laughs> tell you that. Very green. It's like somebody already did rate it. I already lost a Beatles cup here. I'm a little Uh-oh. sour about that. Well, like, you should be. Like, yeah. like Beatles, like you can eat for protein, or Beatles the band. No, I don't eat Beatles, but like the band, I had a mug. It was what a, about yeah. Michelle Beatle? Maybe that one. What about what about Paul George? I'll pass. What about John Ringo? That one I'll take. All right. Very good. Just want to make sure. You know, We but, celebrate Ringo's you know, entire if, catalog. If I was Paul George... Yeah. I would I would have best friends, and I would say, and I would get a best friend is John, and I get a best friend named Ringo, and I'd walk down the street with John on one side and Ringo on the other. So people would say, "Hey, look who's coming! It's John, Paul, George, and Ringo." I like that. Just grab a guy and say, "Look, you, you're you're part of the the crew here. You have to wear rings. Yeah. If only you had That's friends. It. Yeah, if only I would, oh. John and Ringo. I'd always be in the middle. So I could say John, Paul, George, and Ringo." Nicely done. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? It's been that's worked for almost uh, what sixty years now. It's so. like the <laughs> ultimate dad joke, right? <laughs> There's people Whatever, man. Going, who are these guys that they're for Paul George? I know he plays for the Thunder, but uh, who is John and Ringo? Who's John Ringo? Buddy, I've, I've already Don't put understand. in my my next dates for the uh, Ringo Star Tour of 2019. I got to go back. Wow! All right, I'm glad you got tickets to go again. Show's so good, I got to go see it again. So good, it's scary. Uh, Speaking of so good, you can download the Best of Podcast. It goes up right after the show is over on iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com. You can use the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com. Use the iHeartRadio app. You can listen to the whole show, parts of it, 
Whatever you want, rate us, give us five stars. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. And if you want to download all our best drops that are played on the show, download the Odd Couples podcast because that's where it All right, tell me at. how you really feel, Jason. I'm tell t- me how dude, you really feel. It's, it's, I'm it's, taking each and every one. He sat in traffic, too. Each, He's salty. Each show has its own individual sound. You okay, so I mistakenly play it played it once. I don't think you mistakenly played it. You played a song. Because they reference songs like we reference songs, and yeah, you played the Bill Belichick. How do you, I hate that song. How do you know Belichick just doesn't listen to the network, yeah, and yeah. he wasn't a fan of the song? He calls in to say that and hangs up the phone. Yeah, we got a line just for him. All right. Wait, don't wait. tell Drew Brees. Don't tell <laughs> Oh, he's going to be really upset about that. You got to press 912. <laughs> <laughs> you know that happened once? Can I tell you, you want to hear a yeah. real quick story about that? All right. So this, this is a great story. One time, police were called to ESPN. Right when I worked, there, I was a production assistant because what you needed to do if you want, there was two big buildings at ESPN. There was the building where the production was, and there was a building where all the offices were. So you had to type in um, eight nine one and eight nine two if you wanted to ring eight nine one for the one side where the where the studio was, eight nine two for the other side. So. If you wanted to look for somebody, hey, will Chris Fowler please come to the wherever it is you, you page eight nine one and then eight nine two, and then one time this kid was new and he didn't know how to page, and so one of the guys, one of my friends said to him, he said, since quit ESPN, uh, they said, oh yeah, you got to page him. He over here is eight nine one two, yeah, and then it's eight nine one one. On the other side. Oh no! So he calls eight nine one one, and that calls nine one one because eight's the number to get you out. So he calls eight nine one one, and we hear over the loudspeaker, Bristol Police, what's your what's your emergency? Uh, yes. uh, what? Bristol Police, what's your emergency? Uh, no, no emergency. He hangs up the phone, and we're like, oh no. Five minutes later, there was like four cops at the yeah. door. ESPN going, we got a call. From here. <laughs> it was oh, hysterical. Boy. He called eight nine one one. What's that? No, it it had to happen. Jason Smith is here and he keeps doing Chris Berman impressions. Help me. That was a level of emergency at some point. Because I got to imagine it got back to Berman at some point. He was salty. No, no, no. I would never do the Berman impressions to him. I couldn't. I didn't say you did it to him, but that word got around that. Oh, everybody everybody did a Berman impression. You You know how many people would walk down, up and down the hallways, and then would just, you'd see the other person, you would just go, um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 and then keep walking. That was it. That's what you did. You would, uh, 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 yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's regular conversation between you and I off air. It's just two people, two people, you haven't seen somebody all day walking up and down, yeah. you would pass up, going up and down the stairs, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and just keep going. Well, it's not a bad way to go. I mean, that's that is. some of the more meaningful conversations you probably had in that place. <laughs> Meanwhile. Let's get back to the conversation we had last hour on the show about Le'Veon Bell and what happened today. Uh, Bell, who obviously is not playing football this year for the Pittsburgh Steelers, had a pretty interesting day because the Steelers, living up to their team name, raided his locker that had been untouched throughout his non-reporting. Can't call it a holdout because he didn't really sign anything. He, He didn't report. His locker was untouched. Now today it was official that he wasn't coming back. The Steelers raided his locker and stole everything, including cleats and CDs and uniform stuff, all kinds of it, and then they posted some of it to social media. Appreciate the cleats, my guy, man, you know what I'm saying? But I hope you're the best, man. Wish you success, my guy. But appreciate the cleats, man. I'm taking all of them on, bro. Much love. What are you going to do with them? Man, I hope you get that dead leg right. <laughs> 
I think he said Bud Dupree, linebacker, that he said, get that debt paid. So he's probably going to just sell this stuff. You want to buy Le'Veon Bell's Steelers cleats? Here they are. Yeah, but uh, wh- how much are you getting for that? Oh, I don't know. You get a lot. Le'Veon Bell's cleats? Eh, 500 bucks, maybe? No. 500 bucks? He didn't sign sure. them. He may not have ever but worn if those. Game more, if yeah, but he may have never worn those. Yeah, but who knows? Because they got matter. put into the locker. I mean, no, you, you, get... you got to go Providence. Those have been sitting there for months at a time. Uh, I mean, you got got to get a bunch no. of details if you're going to buy any game used stuff. No, Le'Veon Bell's cleats you get for five hundred bucks. You get five hundred bucks for those. I mean, only because they were part of the video of Bud Dupree mocking the situation. Yeah, well, you would get the uh, certificate of authenticity saying straight These from were the Bud cleats. Dupree. Here's the picture of me holding up the cleats. Yeah, here's my video. Here, you get a memory stick of me making fun of the situation. It you know, really and I'm, and I'm okay with it. You don't like it. Frostberg doesn't like it. I don't. I don't, it. I don't, I don't like it. doesn't like it because. But here's the thing. The general consensus is if you don't like what happened with the Steelers today, he's t- stealing stuff out of Le'Veon Bell's locker, which I got to think, I don't know, it was pretty funny. This is not your case of I'm just stealing stuff. I mean, it, are they taking stuff that don't It is just I am stealing but stuff, and they're, it, you might as well just keep yelling blank you with each is, thing you take out of the locker. This is a football thing. This is something that goes on between teammates. This was his stuff that was there. That was untouched for eight or nine months, whatever long, until he from when he left the team and didn't come back. It was there, and okay, if you really wanted it, you would come in and got it by now. Well, like I said, the guy gave up fourteen no, and a half million no dollars. Let's he didn't give a damn about a couple pairs of shoes Look, in his just, luck. Let's just say, let's just say, at work, you quit, right? You 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 quit work, and for nine months they keep a box of your stuff. In storage somewhere. Yeah, but it's right? in storage. Right. Or whatever, well, or in a locker. Okay, storage in a locker. Sure. Same thing. They put it in the store. So now, nine months later, someone's going to clear stuff out. And they go, oh, look at this. Harmon's stuff. Oh, look at this. He's got, wow, he's got a pair of Mike Singletary's underwear autographed. All right. He's got that. He's got a Walter Payton bobblehead. He's got that. Look at this. He's got a Ron Karkovice game-used helmet. All right. He's got that. And so people start saying, I'll take that. I'll take that. And you give it away. No, but, is that really a crime? Yeah, or is but, that here, but here's that, the thing. You you don't have a mailing address for Le'Veon Bell? To come in and get it. No, 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 no. But the, the, the point is, this is on the Steelers. Players, once once they decided, hey, we could be jackasses, let's be jackasses. The, the fact of the matter is the Steelers organization, they couldn't box this stuff up. Figure out his last known address and just send it. It's not on them. No, it's on them. It, it's it, his stuff. If, if it's his stuff, then come get it. We're not. We're not storing your story. This, clear out, we're, we're not. We're not clear a free out the locker, place right here. Clear out the locker. James Conner needs a it. double locker because he's that. He's good. that good. We'll take the nameplate off. <laughs> I mean, that's that's an equipment manager's job. At last, I, I recall, right, is to clear that out. This is that should have never been there this morning for these guys to clown around on. Look, you, you know. We see all the time when someone says something non-PC, right? Someone says something non-PC, they get in trouble for it. Sure. They say something racial, they say something offensive, and you put it on Twitter or you say it on TV or on the radio, and you get in trouble for it. Maybe you lose your job, maybe you don't. In a sports locker room, racial epithets and stuff are thrown around all the time. That's just how it is in a locker room, right? That's just how I'm not, I'm not saying locker room talk like we went with our last election. I just mean people calling each other names, and that's just how it is, right? That's not a crime. That's not something someone's going to lose a job for. That's, the, that's how players act, and that's their arena. And so that's the same situation. I remember in high school, 
one of the best days was always when someone would quit the football team and not show up. After two weeks, got to cut their locker open and take whatever stuff they had in there. Because if they had the guts, they would show up and they would get their stuff and walk out, but they didn't. So we were always there going, okay, oh, Glenn quit. Man, I want those knee pads. I want his show. I want his uh, thigh pads there. Oh, he had the neck roll. Oh, he had so-and-so this. Oh, he had a couple of practice pants to fit me, I know. Yeah, all this stuff. And people would take it, and that's just how it worked. That was a football rule. That was something that went on in the locker room. That's part of the entire entropy of what a football team is all about. Nicely done. You like that. Bringing out the big words. I was going to say enthalpy, but that wasn't right. No, to some degree, I understand the these guys have been frustrated because Le'Veon Bell didn't show up. Whatever is true and and somewhere between what's been reported and reality, uh, there's shades of gray in terms of what's been reported as to how much contact he had with teammates, right? Some were upset that he wasn't there. Some of the linemen spoke out. To some degree, this is also a, all right, you finally get to put dirt over it. It's done. He's not coming back this year. Probably won't. This is their version of saying, I'll see you in hell. Uh, and taking whatever's left in the locker and divvying it up and a cathartic finishing of this chapter of the season. Now they could put it like Mike Tomlin. I, I didn't spend any time on it. That's what the line he's been selling the entirety. You know, we didn't talk about his presence or lack thereof. And we just worked with the guys that came to work and gave us their all each and every day. I have to believe there was still some thought of what, what, how do you integrate Le'Veon Bell if he did decide to show up? Because it was his prerogative at any point to say, okay, I'm signing. So you See, had the to thing spend is, if a little bit. Signed, I guarantee you they would have deactivated him. I said it from the beginning. No, 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 I, I, signs, I think that's they would have deactivated, and he would have said, "Oh, I'm making my money, and I'm sitting at no, home." No, I, I think, and that certainly could have been the case. He also still would have needed to go through all the protocols of passing his physical mm-hmm. and all requisite tests, which might have been an interesting proposition. But for the players, they had to deal with it all these weeks, and they could finally just say goodbye to it. And perhaps this l- locker uh, breaking up was the way to uh, get through it all. In the end. There's a lot, a lot of good you can do with the Le'Veon Bell-owned stuff. I'm curious what's on Le'Veon Bell, number one. I know he likes to drop music, so maybe it was some hot new tracks, but those were the only master copies. And now they're going to fall into hands of someone who's going dumpster diving. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I am absolutely okay with the rating of Le'Veon Bell's locker. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we got more big news from the NFL. Do we have a big quarterback change on the horizon? That and more. Maybe Le'Veon Bell's going to be a Jet? Hey. Next on Fox. Fox Sports Radio. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We are live from the Geico Studios. Right now, just under six minutes to go until halftime. Blazers lead the Lakers 45-35 right now, making its way around, seeing all the stars that are actually at the game. Arnold Schwarzenegger at the game. Billy Madison is at the game tonight. Sidney Crawford is at the game tonight. I'm a cop, you idiot. Big Flea was at the game, right? Can we get a better Schwarzenegger drop than that? Thank you very much, and may God bless California. California, that's a good one. Uh, The Blazers, 8 of 11 from three-point range tonight. Speaking of the NBA, oh, by the way, before we get back to the NFL, uh, Jimmy Buckets had his big debut. Yeah, he did. For the Sixers tonight. How did it end? Well, uh, 
not so well. Sixers lose to the Magic, 111-106. to Butler started at shooting guard, played 33 minutes, scored 14 points. As the Sixers go down to defeat, they are now 2-7 and seven away from home. And Elton Brand is just hitting the panic button so early on this team. We got to go get Jimmy Butler. We have we know now they're gonna we're gonna kick the tires on Carmelo Anthony. You saw that story yesterday. It's like oh, just let the guys play. And you got to get a shot doctor from Markel Fultz. Oh, uh, he you know you got to figure out that poor kid. I you know it's, it's gone into a bad place. I don't know what I mean. Look, ever since he came into the league, it's been yeah. what's happened to him. His shooting four minutes. No, he's fine. But now look at him shooting shots like this. No, it's fine. And look at the free throws he shot. The right. double clutch free throw. Yeah. What did he say? It slipped in his hand. I'm like, that's really? what he it tried slipped? to say. Yeah. It was four to six from the field, 21 minutes, eight points tonight. They lose by five on the road at Orlando. Uh, still a better night, though, than the Utah Jazz that lost by 50 yeah. to the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> so Jimmy Bucket's debut, not a success. And yes, Philadelphia is absolutely panicking, seeing what's going on right now at the top of the conference with the success of the Bucks and the Toronto Raptors. And let's, uh, I mean, all you got to know is we're kicking the tires on Mello. Well, LeBron played against El- Elton Brand. He can call him for help, can he? Uh, we're calling this guy for help in Philadelphia because he played eight minutes off the bench tonight, three three pointers. <laughs> it's NFL insider extraordinaire, Sirius XM, Adam Kaplan. AC, what's happening? Guys, good to talk to you. Disappointing Sixers loss, by the way. You know, Jimmy Jimmy Butler's debut. They choked. They had what a seventeen point lead. You can't do that. But I would say this: it's tough when you make a trade in season, no matter what sport it is. In basketball, you've got to share the basketball. You you you've just got to get the timing down and the rhythm to the offense with each other, and it's going to take some time. But um, the Sixers clearly are better for it, and you know we saw it. The trade last week with the Eagles made, ironically, getting Golden Tate. People were wanting to know why he didn't get the ball a lot. Well, he he just got there. He they had the coaches had to kind of learn him, and what he does as quickly as possible. I would expect Golden Tate, by the way, playing a lot more and being more of a factor against the Saints on Sunday. You know, I like what you just said there. Like Jimmy Butler's going to share the basketball. That's pretty good. Well, Jimmy doesn't him. share. I mean, look, Jimmy it, between share. him and Embiid, guys, between him and Embiid, they're going to have to figure this out because Embiid, as you guys know. Uh, really, right now, it's got to be in the running for MVP. He's been incredible this season. Yeah, and a triple double tonight. But you know, still, the Sixers are nine and seven. We can we can only fix one Philadelphia area sports team at a time. Oh gosh, yeah, it's good. that's true. But hey, but let's stay in Philadelphia before we get to the Le'Veon Bell situation because you know things are kind of hitting ahead here. The there's no way I thought last week going into that the Cowboys would come out with a victory over the Philadelphia Eagles, but not only did we see that, but Jason Kelsey, who has been speaking out a lot the last couple of weeks about the status of the Super Bowl champs, said it's lack of accountability at the root of all the Eagles' struggles. How bad are things right now there? You know, it's interesting. Kelsey is sort of the voice of reason for the Eagles' locker room. I'm almost certain, and I have to look this up, but I I felt all along he was the one who said it because I remember looking at the quote, and it was, it was very telling. After they got off to a slow start, it might have been week three, four, or five, I believe he said that they need to get their urgency back. And it was very profound because he was not the only player who wind up saying it. It's kind of like, I think they kind of celebrated as, as an organization a little bit too much last season. Um, look, it's being here and being from this area, I get it. You want to feel great about it. But you, you have to turn it off. In the off once you have the parade... That should really be it. And Doug Peterson, the head coach, wrote a book called Fearless. It's a really good book. But if you 
look at everything they did, and Doug basically said, we'll turn it off once we get the ring ceremony in, in the late spring. And they did that, but I think it's sometimes, somehow it seeped into their heads that they, they, quite, they haven't quite turned the page. They'll say they have, but in, it's in their subconscious. There's been something off about this football team all season. And I'll tell you what, they go into a buzzsaw on Sunday in New Orleans where, I mean, you can make the argument right now the Saints are the best NFL team. Adam, who's the favorite in the, the NFC East now? It's a muddle mess. You know, you know, Mike. I really hate to say the Redskins because they're just not that good. I mean, but they're very overrated at six and three. But they are six and three. They're clearly the favorite right now. They have to be the Eagles, who I thought still would win the division even as as of two weeks ago. I fully expect them to get hammered on Sunday. Certainly to lose the game in New Orleans, where you know the Eagles are really banged up in the secondary, and the the, the Saints are just on an absolute incredible roll. Last week, I mean, Sean Payton. If he had a grudge against anyone, if, if, if he had an issue with the Bengals, they could have scored 70 points last week. I don't know right. if you saw the game. Sure. <laughs> it was crazy. They pulled the starters out early in the fourth quarter, and you saw what Marvin Lewis did. He fired his defense coordinator. So things, things never dull in the National Football League. And you bring back Hugh Jackson. <laughs> How about that? Is whatever role they want to, whatever role you want to call him, having there, having there. It, I, I've talked to coaches about this when coaches are brought in from the outside. We know he used to work for Marvin with the Bengals, but. It, coaches on a current staff typically don't like these kind of things happening when other people are brought in from other organizations. And Hugh's reputation uh, in some coaching circles is something left to be desired, so we'll see how that works out. But uh, this is, this is going to be interesting to see if they could. The Bengals now at 5-4, and four, they've been in a little free fall here. They, they certainly have some injury issues. They, as we said, Marvin Lewis now is going to call the defense. A lot, a lot, a lot of change here coming for the Bengals in season. Uh, also, change coming for Le'Veon Bell. We're talking with longtime NFL insider, Sirius XM NFL insider Adam Kaplan, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. So, uh, just first, first, taking Le'Veon Bell's stuff out of his locker, technically stealing, and the police should be called, or this is something that happens on a football team. Well, <laughs> this uh, you know I, we could um, we could literally take an hour on this. I mean, I've, <laughs> I mean, this is let me see. This is, uh, this is I think it's my twentieth year. It started in '99. This has been, and by the way, you, if you, I don't know if he deleted the tweet. Uh, Le'Veon actually said the day when he didn't sign, when he didn't get the extension done on July 16th. Don't worry, fans, I'm going to make you proud. He said something like that. I, I don't remember the exact quote. And it, he's gone out a couple times and said, "Look, I, I'm going to come back." And, and based on the way that he's, he's, he did the ESPN interview. I don't know, three weeks ago, very clear that he was going to come back. Something's changed here, and. Um, you know, I remember you, we were talking weeks ago, um, the three of us, about how he would be welcome back. You could take whatever excuse you want or whatever reason. This is certainly something we've never seen before. This is really very bizarre, and he's going to get a really good contract, but to think he's going to get he, – he, he clearly thinks he's not only going to get better than Todd Gurley's contract, he's going to get way better than that and somehow make up for the money that he's missing. I don't see that. Fox Sports Radio, Adam Kaplan with us here. All right, AC, so when we get to – Le'Veon Bell and what is next. We're seeing all the names of the teams are going to be out there for him. The Jets, potentially, the Raiders, and a bunch of other teams. But it's Le'Veon Bell. I mean, really, isn't it really going to come down to the Jets and the Raiders? He'd be a perfect Raider. And it would be so apropos for the Jets because of the emoji tweet when he put the clown face on when someone said sign with the Jets during the summer. So I know it's going to come down to the two of them. Well, there, there'll be plenty, guys. There's going to be plenty of, there's going to be plenty of interest in him. But what's going to happen is these, these, these things typically start off of you see six, eight, ten teams involved. Once they get an idea of how much he wants, then it's going to dwindle down, 
and I'll get to a number, and, and quite frankly, and and, and his agent or, or Smarty Disa Bakari, they're going to go to a team that's going to he's going to be able to maximize his money. A team that's probably going to be pretty good. The Jets, they're going to have they're going to be in great cap position. They're going to have they're going to be in top three to five in cap position, and they certainly need some juice to running back. Crowell's not been the answer. But I think there'll I think there'll be some surprises. You know the Buccaneers, who by the way I'm told they were in the running for McKinnon, the the, the running back who signed uh, w- with the Niners, unfortunately suffered a torn ACL. They, they they absolutely need a running back. The, the thing missing on it, and their their offense clearly is not their their receivers. It's the running game. They're great at tight end. They're going to be they're going to be teams that are involved. But and I know Le'Veon only turns 27. There's some teams I've talked to right that are turned off by hey you're not going to tell us what you're going to do about terms of uh, of volume. That's going to be somewhat of a factor and how he's going to handle in the locker room, which I know is just part of what we're going here. This is going to be a fascinating situation. Of course, we're four months away from this until March. But teams are going to start gathering information on this guy. They're going to try to figure out what he's willing to do and what he's not willing to do. And, you know, obviously they're not allowed to talk to – they're not really allowed to talk to the agent right now because he's still, he's still in a sense, part, property of the Steelers. But come March, you'll see the teams lined up. I'm going to be fascinated to see how the dominoes go with this guy because he's such a unique football player. As good as Todd Gurley is, I think this guy's better. Yeah, Adam, we can talk free agency. I mean, we do it with the NBA, and that's not until the end of June. Yep. But, <laughs> Leslie, uh, real quick, the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson starting this week against Marvin Lewis? Yeah, it looks like that, Mike, that it's trending through that way with the right hip injury for Joe Flacco. Um, I would say this. When John Harbaugh said he doesn't have practice, Joe Flacco doesn't have to practice to play, that the problem with that is, if you've studied these injury history of, of quarterbacks especially, other than the late Steve McNair, most coaches will not let a quarterback play on Sunday because he wants, if he doesn't practice during the week, he wants them to have worked on the game plan and, and go through a practice. It's just very hard to imagine a scenario. Flacco doesn't practice by Friday. Their last practice is, fr- uh, is Friday. They have a walkthrough Saturday. I mean, we're, a lot of us, look, I'm looking forward to seeing Lamar Jackson play. Then the other question is, if he does play, if he plays well, does he keep the job? That, to me, is a million-dollar question. And, look, the, the, the Ravens need a spark plug. As well as Flacco played for about five or six games, the last couple games he did not play as well, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. On Twitter, at KaplanNFL. That's on Twitter, at KaplanNFL. Adam Kaplan, as always, buddy, appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Guys, thank you. See you, Adam. Great stuff from AC. We got more on Le'Veon Bell and more on Lamar Jackson. I told you so. Coming up in one minute, a big thing, especially about Le'Veon Bell, that we haven't gotten to, and we told you so about Lamar Jackson. But first, a guy's going to tell you everything you need to know right now. It's Steve DeSager with What's Trending SD. Good evening, gentlemen. The Lakers at home were down by 13 against Portland. They have a chance to tie at the foul line. LeBron shooting under a minute to go till halftime. For the moment, 55-53 Portland in the lead. By the way, Tyson Chandler has gone to the locker room with the trainer. Parent hand or wrist injury. Leading score in this first half for the Lakers. The starting center, JaVale McGee, 14 points. Dallas won by 50 tonight. At home, beating Utah 118-68. to Phoenix had a 2-11 record, but Rip San Antonio 116 to 96. Oklahoma City beat the Knicks 128-103. Paul George with 35 points. Minnesota and Memphis with wins. Miami and Detroit as well. Boston whipped Chicago 111 to 82. Wins for Washington and for Orlando and it's comeback against Philadelphia. Golden State Steph Curry will miss 
at least three more games with his strained groin. He'll be reevaluated in 10 days. College basketball, Michigan dominated at 8th-ranked Villanova. Michigan led 50-19 to early in the second half. Final score was 73-46 Wolverines. Indiana beat number 24 Marquette 96-73. Radford got a win at Notre Dame 63-60. There were a couple of college football games tonight. Some action. Ohio University beat Buffalo 52-17. Buffalo had been 6-0 in conference. Northern Illinois had been 6-0 in conference, but lost at home 13-7 to Miami, Ohio. Jacob DeGrom of the Mets, the NL Cy Young Award winner. Ian Snell of Tampa Bay takes home the AL prize. And guys, how about this stat from MLB? The guy with the majors' best ERA this season, DeGrom, won 10 games. The guy with the majors' worst ERA this season, also won 10 games. The White Sox, Lucas Giolito. They had the same number of starts, exact same number of wins. Jacob deGrom, massively better ERA than the competition. Forget the guy who had the worst one. And that's why you vote Jacob deGrom for Cy Young, because wins are overrated. White Sox. White Sox. Go. Steve-O, thank you so much, Uh my friend. We're live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com and see how much you can save. So real quick, one uh, let's go Lamar Jackson first. Sure. We told you. We told you Lamar Jackson was going to start. In beginning of the year, he's not going to start. They're going to bring him along slowly. It's all sounds great in August when you can say we have a plan, we're going to bring him along slow. But I live in the real world, and I know that if you disappoint the last month of the season, as good was going to be Lamar Jackson time. I believe I can find the tweet from August 27th that we said Lamar Jackson's going to start. The last month of the season. I mean, really, we're ahead of things. I'm not lying to you when I tell you we're ahead of things. Well, it's interesting. We're ahead of things, and that's what's going to happen. Lamar Jackson's going to start, and he's going to play the rest of the way. There's the question of whether Flacco needs hip surgery, so that's in the offing. And you go back, and as Adam Kaplan, as we're, we're talking with him, Joe Flacco was fantastic the first five or six weeks of the season, and then it flipped on its head very quickly. I think he's got one multi-touchdown game passing in the last six weeks. And you've seen, look, he got betrayed quite frequently uh, by his wide receivers early on as well. Michael Crabtree finally starting to get uh, some semblance of his old self back, but a little bit too late. John Brown, obviously a fantastic pickup for them. Hurst finally back at tight end, but the run game hasn't been what they expected. Offensive line's been missing a couple of its component parts along the way, but when you're on the hot seat as Harbaugh is right now, yeah, you got to go figure out whether there's something you can do to jumpstart this team. And again, behind the banged-up offensive line, how about a guy who's a little more mobile? Not quite the beast that he was playing at Louisville. Go back to that old Bobby, Bobby Petrino thing. And, Syracuse got him fired. And, well, he got himself fired. He had one guy that propped up his stats and his job, uh, and as soon as he was gone, well, clearly uh, the, the wheels fell off there. But he's, he doesn't move quite the same way, and obviously the NFL game's faster. But it'll be curious to see how they run the offense through him when he plays the Bengals team still licking its its wounds after getting beaten up by the Saints. Now, I apologize. It wasn't August 29th. It was September 13th. Okay. Well, was- I found the tweet from the night we did the show. Read Joe Flacco. It's one thing in August to say our rookie quarterback X won't be rushed and he'll play when he's ready. Then stuff flies for real and that goes out the window. Lamar Jackson will start at some point this season. Likely around week 11, week 12. There it is. I, re- I, I, I quote tweeted it. We're, we're ahead of things. I'm sorry people are just coming around to it late, but we are. We're ahead of things. Had to happen. It's all right. 
Got to see what you have there. Flacco will be a market for him, and based on what that contract is right now, palatable. But, you know, the one thing about Le'Veon Bell, we talked with Adam Kaplan about Le'Veon Bell, too, is that, you know, seeing the players raid his locker room today, like, it was really funny. I understand some people are upset, you and others, but it was really well, funny. Well, upset's not the uh, the proper term with the players. I think it's just uh, childish, juvenile, whatever. I have at it. I, I think more for the Steeler organization that normally has prided itself on doing things the right way. Not the players. Again, the organization, if he's not with your team, clear out the locker. Just be done with it and have that be an empty space. But here's the why the players did it and why I'm okay with it. None of them hate Le'Veon Bell. I don't believe for a second they all hate him, that they think he's the worst guy in the world, all of this. Number one, they're winning, so it's easy to say we don't need you. Well, it's a lot easier with what Connor's done, absolutely. Players understand, all right, he's looking out for himself, and he's sitting out, he told us this could happen. I don't think anybody has an issue with that. Why they're mad at him is because he lied to them. And he said, I'm coming in. I will play this year. Before week one, Pouncey, a couple other players, nope, we're all good. We're all good. We're all good. And then he doesn't come in by the deadline for week one, and suddenly now they're all upset. They're upset more because he lied to them than it is he's not playing. They understand what he's sitting out for, but the fact that he lied – and then intimate, I'm coming, I'm coming, and then kind of troll them a couple of times over the course of the year, that's what I think doesn't sit well. Where are they with him right now? It's like, you know what? We loved him. He's not here. We're kind of pissed at him. You're not 100% pissed like he's our biggest enemy, but it's like, you know what? The guy did this, and, and I'll still say, you know, we're still tight. You know, we're still bros. I'll still give you a hug and say, hey, what's happening? But, you know, really, I'm still a little pissed off at you for what went on. That's where the Steelers are. It's not the overwhelming hate. It's just... Here's where they are, and bringing him back would have been very, very awkward. Well, I think part of it, though, is they make each other look good, and, and everybody's looking for their next contract. And so certainly when he doesn't show up, at least until Connor's several weeks into his dominance, especially once he became a bigger pat, uh, factor in the passing game, that's where I think maybe some of those, those anxious moments started to fall off a little bit, saying, hey, you know, we're still looking good and grading out well on paper, and this is all going to be good for us. But what I've heard a lot falling out of this is, well, how many more players will do this? Not many. Not many have the a want to to say, hey, I can do this and give up nearly $900,000 a week because most of them don't make that. But the other side is, you know, this is where we get to every time there's a CBA. They go, oh, it's good to see. There's the precedent. Guys are going to do this. No, no, no. Very few will be able to do it and financially would be able to assume any risk of not playing a season. Season lost means another year older, means another year of college kids coming in that you can pay the minimum off a rookie scale. So nobody's going to sign up for that. You're going to have a very small percentage. So saying that this is the first domino in some big master plan is just false. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements, then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. That's Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Well, you said the magic phrase, Mike Harmon. Guy's looking for a new contract. Coming up next, not to say we told you Manny Machado might cost himself for his next contract, but Manny Machado may have cost himself for his next contract. The big details next on Fox.
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio. It is the Jacob DeGrom Show. I'm Jacob. The man on my left is Jacob DeGrom. We're live from the Jacob DeGrom Studios, where 15 Cy Young Award winners can... Uh, they can't really do that. If I ask him really nicely, do you think he'd sign an inscription that say wins don't matter? Cy Young 2018. Be about probably an extra hundred bucks, but I'm in. Before we get to baseball, the Lakers are calling Tyson Chandler's injury. He left the court uh, shortly before halftime. They lead the Blazers at the break, 59-55. LeBron James making two long threes right before the break. But Tyson Chandler, who was undefeated since joining the Lakers, left with a chest contusion, but his return for this game is likely. So while Jacob DeGrom wins the Cy Young Award today, and deservedly so because he's the best pitcher in baseball, it looks like Manny Machado may have cost himself some money and possibly his preferred destination in free agency. Today, Hal Steinbrenner, Yankees owner, made some eyes pop with his statements about potentially pursuing Manny Machado. The Yankees have a lot of money. They certainly can go after Machado. They can go after Bryce Harper. They have cash to spend. But Hal Steinbrenner, not happy with Manny Machado and his behavior over the course of the end of the playoffs into the World Series. Specifically is, I'm not a guy who hustles. I'm not Johnny Hustle. Hal Steinbrenner was asked that today, and he said, quote, if we're interested in any player, we sit down with them face-to-face with their agent and ask them, where did this come from? How do you justify it? Because that ain't going to sell where we play baseball. Manny Machado saying, I'm not hustling, isn't going to sell in New York. And he's right. It shouldn't sell anywhere. But I get his point of, hey, we're a big baseball town, and that's not going to go by the way. said, where if he was with a team that would be lucky to have him, oh, if he's not hustling, that's okay. Or if you're a second-rate guy, right? You're a $300 million player, which means everything you do. I mean, look at the year that you got from Stanton. Look at the year you got from Judge. But when they struggled, they they took the literally took the baseball bat to them in, in the clubhouse and around, saying, "Hey, we're getting this doesn't work." And so, if you got a guy like Machado, and then you could point out, "Hey, we lost a game because he wasn't hustling," and he he'd brought that up in prior prior places, and he'd had these issues stepping on guys' feet and whatever else. They don't need it. You got a bunch of young players there. I like that Steinbrenner came out and spoke this way. I, I think this is one of the preferred destinations. Now it's, it becomes a prove it. It was on October 29th when we did the show. You can't say Manny Machado won't be hurt by his playoff attitude and performance. Yes, someone's going to offer him money, but will it be from his preferred yeah. destination? The team he wants to go to may be turned off by his behavior. We told you that, and that's exactly what's happening now. Yes, for everybody who said, doesn't matter, Manny Machado did this, it'll cost him exactly $10 in free agency. That's not the case. Manny Machado's not Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, he'll go whoever wants to give him money. He doesn't care. He'll go to Tampa, the Jets. It makes no difference. A team that has a chance to win, doesn't have a chance to win, plays in the NFL, plays in the CFL, he doesn't care. He'll go wherever. But Manny Machado has a couple of very specific destinations in mind, the Yankees being at the top of that list. And that's the danger of saying something like, I don't hustle. He can walk around and go, ah, people are still, yeah, 
teams are still going to be interested in you. But is it where you want to go? I mean, is, is it going to be Tampa Bay is going to say, hey, we love you, man. You're like, well, I don't want to go to Tampa Bay. Well, they're the only one off you $300 million. Well, when they can sell you that they've got uh, Snell. Well, okay. Snell, baby. You Snell. Snell. <laughs> exactly. Snell. I'm, I'm really disappointed in you, though. I, I gave you the literal baseball bat, and, and it, obviously it's figurative, and I, I thought it was an opportunity for you to just jump all over me. Uh, you I, know. I really tried to let you hammer that. And- you didn't. Uh, that's all right. Sometimes the the best swing is the one that doesn't come. All right, that's fine. You'll you'll get me back later, I'm sure. But this is but this is what we we told you about Manny Machado is that you risk upsetting the one place you want to go to. Yeah, there could be eight other places that want you, but boy, I really wanted to go to that place. It, you know, it's it's like if you want to go to the prom, and I could be happy going with any of seven or eight girls to the prom, but there's one girl I really want to go to, and you do something embarrassing at a party. Like, you know, I don't know. What do you do at embarrassing at a party? You, what did you, you drunk, do that you was embarrassing out. at the party I, that, that happens, cost you that prom date? You Jason get drunk, Smith. you pass out, whatever happens. You know, you steal a mailbox. I don't know. You go through somebody's. <laughs> Wouldn't that have made you a legend? You would have been a bad boy. You, you get caught in somebody's bedroom going through drawers and stuff. I mean, whatever it was. Is that going to stop you from going to the prom with any, with all of them? No. But the one you the really want to go to of them, yes. might not. Whoa, you were going through my drawers. Okay. Okay, I'm not going to go to the. I mean, really, I mean, you risk upsetting that one person. Yeah, and obviously you're looking at a, there's only a small number of teams that could come up with this kind of cash, right? So, I mean, that's the other part in in this equation is, all right, if the Yankees are then out, it becomes a much more difficult proposition. We're live from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. You can call 1-800-947-AUTO or go to geico.com. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up next, we get back into the big Le'Veon Bell locker room stealing situation and go over some misconceptions, things that are erroneously been said about him the last day. Fox Sports Radio, it is the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more info. Visit Geico.com. And don't forget, you can download our Best of podcast. It goes up right after the show is over. iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com. Use the iHeartRadio app. iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com, iHeartRadio app. Listen to the whole show, parts of it, whatever you want. Rate us. Give us five stars. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Update from Staples Center. Lakers on top of the Blazers right now, 73-69. The Lakers, who are undefeated in the Tyson Chandler era, uh, maybe undefeated with these new Laker uniforms they have on now. Kind of a, a TJ, kind of a deep purple pinstripes. I can go for that. Uh, I kind of dig. I kind of dig this shade of purple. The Lakers. I'd are wear a pair of those shorts if they came out of a locker. Well, anything purple you would wear. Yeah, of course. Of, yeah, 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 no question about it. But I kind of like this this dark purple that they're wearing. I kind of want to just say I, deep purple. I, I just said deep purple. You can do it again. Harman, let's be honest. You would thing. sew the Northwestern logo right on those oh, you shorts. Don't, no, that, you don't need to. You would cover fine. up the big L. No, well, it is it is a big L. But uh, anytime you can just keep going back to the well on deep purple cuts, you can. I'm a, JaVale McGee has been a boss tonight. This has been his his game, his show. We're all just happy to watch it. That's JaVale a lot McGee. of smoke on the water, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, JaVale McGee, 9 out of 12 tonight for 18 points, tied with LeBron James. Uh, LeBron also with 18, 7 assists, and 7 rebounds. 
Again, Lakers up by, now they're up 78-71. Six minutes to go in the third quarter. Again, the Tyson Chandler era, the Lakers are undefeated. And Chandler is bringing them something, an element of toughness that they haven't had. You know, that that's the one thing, you know, why Tyson Chandler, he he's brought this bit of energy and toughness that you don't realize you're missing until you see it. Some things with, with NBA teams, you could say, well, the Lakers need a shooter, right? You could say, they need somebody to make shots. Kyle Kuzma starts making shots. The Lakers start winning. I understand. But some things you don't see, you don't realize you're missing toughness until you see it. And Tyson Chandler's back in the game after suffering a chest contusion earlier in the first half. And certainly he has brought a bit of that swagger, a bit of that edge to this Lakers team that now is going exactly as I thought they would. I said they'd be around 6-6, six and six, they'd meander, then they'd start slowly taking off, and that's exactly what's happening. Well, I did it against a couple of bad teams, but you know what? you got to play who's on the schedule. You get it done, and LeBron James hitting some ridiculously deep three points. Uh, shots tonight, 5-5 five of five beyond the arc, and, and they're deep. Like, they're two or three steps back, and he's doing a lot of mean mugging. Going up and down. He had, one, he had one three that was like, I, I'm not lying, it was like three feet inside a half court, and he hit a three. And then he said, hey, Steph, I'm on the court. How about you? <laughs> uh, no, uh, Tyson Chandler, he had taken an elbow to in to the chest in practice the other day, evidently, then took one today that aggravated it enough to get off the court for a few minutes, go get a treatment, and he's back out. But you look at what the, the Lakers need. We, we keep looking for another shooter. That'll come at some point. But... You're not often going to be able to find a big man to, to come in uh, and be immediately uh, respondent uh, to the to the situation and, and giving you those extra minutes. And they needed someone with JaVale McGee. That's what he's done. Now LeBron James, the GM, just needs to make a couple more phone calls to friends in high places. I mean, Philadelphia might panic and send you something else. You don't know. Elton Brand might brings in Jimmy Butler. Maybe he's got someone else he just wants to get rid of. LeBron places that call now. Help could be on the way. Hey, they've got Ben Simmons and oh, another guy that can't shoot. So we'll keep you updated <laughs> on nice. what goes go. on with this game. Uh, LeBron now 23 for the Lakers. But today was a big day after for Le'Veon Bell. Ben Roethlisberger, Steelers quarterback, said, I texted with Le'Veon before the deadline a day ago, and he did not report to the Steelers saying, basically, I hope you come in, but if you don't, you've been a great teammate, a great friend. He talked about that today a little bit. We saw the video, we've talked about it a couple of times on the show tonight, about how his teammates went through his locker and stole all of his stuff, cleats and and other bits of equipment. Uh, It was pretty funny. You know, we saw that happen today because, hey, Le'Veon Bell wasn't playing anymore and his locker, which has been untouched, was raided. And this went on social media. Appreciate the clicks, my guy, man. You know what I'm saying? But I hope you're the best, man. Wish you success, my guy. But appreciate the clicks, man. I'm taking all off and on, bro. Much love. What are you going to do with them? Man, I hope you get that dead leg right. <laughs> Bud Dupree got some debt, apparently. I'm going to sell these cleats and try to make some cash on them. You got a high-pitched squeal and laugh coming out of that. And... And certainly having a, a bunch of fun at Le'Veon Bell's stuff. I mean, I wonder what else was in there. We know about the Le'Veon Bell number one disc that was in there. Mm-hmm. We know there's some Nike cleats. I'm curious, what else was uh, floating in that locker? $14.5 million. <laughs> and they all split it. Well, you know what? That's $14.5 million that the Steelers have towards future assets. That's for sure. Because if I'm the rest of those guys that showed up for work every Every day this year, I'm like, hey, Le'Veon didn't claim his money. Can we get some of that? Break me off a couple. 
let's clear up some misconceptions with things that have been said about Le'Veon Bell the last 24 hours because many things have been said and said erroneously. And very popular things are people that really know a lot about sports. So let, let's tell because we'll, we'll, these are the things that are said, and we'll tell you why they're things that are misconceptions. Number one, and I've seen this a lot today, he'll make his money back. Don't worry about the $15 million he didn't make this year. He's going to make his money back. That is absolutely 100% incorrect. He will make a lot of money next year because someone's going to give him a big contract. I think it's a mistake, but someone's going to give him that money. No one's going to give him an extra $15 million that he didn't get this year. Someone Jets. in the offseason, no, hey, you know, Le'Veon, we feel bad for you, so come play for us. And we'll, we'll make you home. We'll, no. give, we'll give you the $15 million you didn't get last year. No, But it's also 14.5 plus the interest you don't make. Right. Going forward, right? I mean, whatever percent, your 401k, I mean, that's a lot of money over time. (laughs) Le'Veon Bell's 401k. Is that after this year, he'll get, let's say, for argument's sake, a four-year, $60 million contract offer. He would get that anyway, whether he made $15 million this year or made $0. So don't tell me he's going to make it up. He he did not make $15 million this year. He could have made it. He chose not to. Unless he had some other enterprise that he put his time and investment and acumen into. But for all we know, he's running a software operation that he made $15 million (laughs) instead of playing football. So don't tell me that. And in fact, when you say, oh, he'll make his money back, if he had a big year this year, maybe his contract is even bigger in the offseason than it is. If anything, his contract will be smaller because he's a year away, he hasn't played and people don't like the way he has acted and reacted during this whole thing. So don't tell me he's going to make his money back. He'll get a big contract, but no one's going to give him an extra. You know, Le'Veon, we feel really bad for you. Jets! You you said, stop, it's not going to (laughs) happen. We feel really bad. So you know what? Here's the $15 that you should have gotten last year. So instead of four years and 60, we're just going to tack on that 15. No, that's not happening. Well, but it goes back to the Manny Machado conversation we were just having a little bit with the Yankees and Steinbrenner saying, you know, the, the Johnny Hustle and all that stuff, we weren't big fans. Well, Le'Veon Bell just sat out a year. He didn't really communicate with the team at all. You have another year on your age. You didn't play football at all. So now we're, we're questioning how much you really want to play football at this juncture. You talked about how much mileage you were going to put on your body. Are you going to lay out for us? So, again, going to that number of interested teams, I'm sure there are a number out there, given his acumen, as he put it, as an offensive weapon, potentially a slot receiver at time, whatever the case may be. But that number of teams that's going to come knocking on the door for that kind of ante is probably going to be a lot smaller. Here's the other thing, that misconception about Le'Veon Bell. He made the right decision to sit out. Right? That's incorrect. He didn't make the right decision. He made the safe decision. Because you're saying the right decision basically means that he would have played this year, gotten irreparably hurt, and not been able to play football again. You don't know what would have happened. He made the safe decision. Because if he decided to play this year, had a normal Le'Veon Bell type season, comes out of it with $15 million, well, playing would have been the right decision. You're saying the right decision because, yes, he's protecting his future. That's the safe decision. It's not the right decision. We don't know what would have happened. Maybe he had a, has a normal year and he gets paid and he gets paid again in free agency. That's the right decision. You can't say this is the safe decision. The only way to use the term right decision rests in Le'Veon Bell. And that's going to be for him to look in the mirror, his advisors, because they didn't get their percentage, 
of the money that he didn't make this year uh, and and family and whomever else uh, were, were looking to get a, a piece of his 14.5. But for Le'Veon Bell, at some point, whatever the circumstance, whether it was his past transgressions related to player conduct and and the CBA and all of those and past suspensions and, and whatever else, he had to come to grips that he was giving up $855,000 a week. Only he can tell you whether it was the right move or not, whether it's today, that answer might be different. Once he hits free agency, that answer might be different when the free agency starts and which teams knock on his door. Because as much as you like money, at some point, we've seen it how many times in pick the sport, losing sucks. And after a while, if you go to one of the teams that are rumored to be at the top of the list, Jets, uh, Raiders, <laughs> the potential is there that, you know what, suddenly it's not as clean and easy as it was in Pittsburgh, whether it's just the personnel, the offensive line, the other skill position players that allow you to do what you're doing, the quarterback who gets you into the right spots as a runner and as a receiver, a coach that recognizes what you mean to them and how to best utilize you. There's a lot that factor into a success and successful season for an NFL player. How many guys are in Oakland right now? You're through 10 games. You're through 10 weeks of this NFL season. And how many guys are already looking for the door and making their reservations for the week after week 17 so they're immediately on a beach somewhere forgetting the hell that they've just been through? For some of them, they took a big big contract to go there. And to some of them, they regret taking the contract there because they could have signed maybe for a little bit less and had a better run with a better team. Well, but that's the one thing is Le'Veon Bell doesn't care. He doesn't. I, I don't. I don't believe for a second he cares wherever he has to go as long as he gets paid. He's not a Manny Machado where well I really want to go to the Yankees and boy it sucks they're pissed off at me because I say I don't hustle. But Le'Veon Bell, clear, whoever gives him the biggest offer, he will go play. If it's Tampa Bay, it's Tampa Bay. If it's the Jets, it's the Jets. If it's Green Bay, it's Green Bay. He will literally go wherever. It doesn't matter. He's not going to go visit teams. Now. Hey, who's giving me the most money? Well, I got $32 million guaranteed. Oh, from who? Well, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. We got it from, from uh, the New England Patriots, and they're going to love you. You can win Super Bowls. That's great. But I also got $32 million from the Jets. Oh, the Jets. They're giving me an extra dollar. I'm getting the extra dollar. Go ahead. Got to say this, though. If he goes to the Buccaneers, one of the things I want negotiated into his contract is that four times a year they bring back the creamsicles. Whatever that has to has to happen, uh, whatever they've got to do to make that work, that that's where I'm in. Uh, UCLA Dodger Frank has this tweet. He knows what was on the CD that was in Le'Veon Bell's locker. That's some super sleuthing he right there. He sent a picture of Le'Veon Bell's number one CD, and it's an album by Hanson called Middle of Nowhere. Oh, oh remember Hanson? Wow, that's fast, Alex Teichert. That's you. fast. After all the talk you did about me and other shows, I'm still here for you, Jason. <laughs> you know, I, I always had an odd fascination with Mbop. Of course you did. I like, and I like the other one off the, where's the love? Where's the love? You celebrate the whole enough. album. I know it. And I don't celebrate the whole yeah, album. Yeah, you do. I, I always, of the Hanson brothers, I like the singer. The older brother just seemed like he was kind of there. And the little kid was just a little too in my face. And then there's one on NFL Network, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Coming up next, the latest in the Draymond Green, Kevin Durant saga, and oh boy, 
Wait till you hear it. This is Fox Sports Radio. Did it out, doubt, do up, wop, wop, woo. Yeah, yeah. Mm, bop, 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 do up. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And speaking of LeBron James, Juice. He is about to pass Will Chamberlain for fifth all time scoring. With women on the court, on the court, yay! He needs seven more. Right now, LeBron with thirty-two, as the Lakers and Blazers are headed to the fourth quarter. Lakers lead at ninety-seven, eighty-nine. So much for your Javale McGee game. <laughs> I tell you what, no, LeBron, LeBron James decided, hey, I'm take that and I'm gonna trump that. Thirty-two, nine and nine. It's his best game of the year, hands down. Also, it's just assumed nobody's beating Will off the court. No, that's no. true. Yeah, Nobody's that's true. No, yeah, when you said on the court, it hit the ears. Like, no, people where were you going to take that? <laughs> that's a record that can't Best be Best Saturday Night Live skit ever. That's tough. You know, you may be that's number 9,884, but you'll always be number 6,115 in my heart. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Who would have a bigger run, Wilt or Ric Flair? Wilt. Wilt. Ric Flair. I, I don't know. Well, yeah. I Wilt. Don't know. Wilt, you sure? Yeah, he was a basketball player. Yeah, but still, I mean, you would have, th- you know, the one thing we never heard about Rick Wilt Flair was too like- busy traveling. They were on the road all the time. Ah, but you could fill a plane. Yeah, nah. but we got to st- remember, remember Rick Flair said uh, him and Halle Berry got together, right? We never I, heard I any still stories don't buy about that, though. Yeah, but we never heard about Wilt getting together to anybody famous. I mean, he didn't audible. Instead right? of woo, he didn't yell, Halle Berry, Halle Berry. Yeah, Rick also exaggerates a little bit. I know he How does, you but does. Still. What are you talking about? Limousine. You got to think if Will Chamberlain had sex with as many women as he did, we would have heard of a couple of them. Oh, hey, yeah. You know, a couple of famous people would have been involved. You didn't know he's your dad? He played in Los Angeles. Who is your daddy? <laughs> no, no, and my what dad is Walt. Walt, not oh, Will. Oh, my bad. Walt. <laughs> Walt Close. is my dad. Walt. Oh, but for one vowel. Or as my dad could say, I don't know, lights are off. Uh, oh, by the way, my dad having the time of his life right now in Las Vegas. Having the time of his life. Hasn't what been, is he doing? Hasn't been there in 42 years. Yeah. He's so excited to be there. He's collecting all those cards they hang out. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's <laughs> walking up and down the You know, street. we used to trade those with the waiters and, and waitresses at, at restaurants. I, Who'd you get? Like, oh, I don't have that one. I called him yesterday. First day in Vegas. Today's the second day in Vegas. I called him yesterday. I said, how you doing? He goes, I won. I won big. I said, Dad, what'd you win? Right? And when my, my dad doesn't What's say big stuff on like a relative that. basis. My dad just yeah. said it. He goes, I won $85. Yeah! <laughs> In Vegas? That's not bad. That's he not goes, bad. He walked away up. I paid for lunch. I got a couple of hats. I got a couple of A couple hats. of hats. Oh, he's a hat guy. What too. kind of hats? Oh, my dad loves hats. He likes, he's like both of us. Like he likes the baseball hat and he likes the jaunty oh, hat. Oh, I like the jaunty. You got to have the jaunty hat. Yeah, that's how it goes. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico studio. So we'll keep you updated on what's going on with LeBron James and the Lakers. 97-89 again as we get set for the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, the drama with with Le'Veon Bell, the drama with Traymond Green and Kevin Durant continues. Today we find out, quote, the real reason behind the suspension of Draymond Green. During the Clippers game, when he wouldn't pass to Kevin Durant, they got into it after the game, and Draymond Green, according to reports, called him the B-word repeatedly. Kevin Durant did not like it. 
We said last night there's got to be something else to it. Well, ESPN sources say today that it was about the fact that Draymond Green did not like how Kevin Durant has been dealing with free agency. And he said to him, we won before you were here. We won big, and we were winners, and now here, and now you're all this, and free agency, and staying and going. And Draymond Green is not happy with that part of the Kevin Durant story. Joining us now on the hotline, our teammate here at Fox Sports Radio. Hear him every day as part of the odd couple with Rob Parker. Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports NBA insider Chris Broussard. Chris, you and Rob had that same kind of uh, discrepancy the other night, right? I had to separate you two. <laughs> he doesn't want any. He he he, uh, he knows I'd get the best of him. But no, um, yeah, it's an interesting thing up there in Golden State. I think the only question really is whether or not this will impact them this season. Uh, most of us have long have believed that Durant's leaving either after this season or certainly after the first season in San Francisco next year. Um, but I think now it's clear he'll be gone after this year. Like I said, the only question is, will this impact the Warriors and derail their chances to win their third straight championship? Chris, could they bounce Draymond Green, something Jason and I have talked about a bunch, to try to placate Durant? Trade him. Trade him, bounce him out. He's only got one more year left on his deal. Yeah, I wouldn't. I I would not trade him because, number one, they think Durant's leaving anyway. Whether you got keep Draymond or not, the only way I would trade Draymond is if I sat down with Durant. Durant said he wanted Draymond traded, and Durant committed to staying long-term in Golden State. Otherwise, I wouldn't trade him because – if I lose Durant in free agency, if I still have my big three of Steph, Clay, and Draymond, then I think I'm still a contender. And uh, I'm obviously still a very exciting team. And so, uh, yeah, I, that's why I wouldn't think about trading Draymond at this point. I know he's a hassle. I know, you know, he's hot-headed and, you know, he causes problems like this periodically. But he's... I don't know if I'd say the heart and soul of that team, but he's certainly a critical piece to that team and somebody that they need with or without Durant. Anyway, Kevin Durant at some point says, this ain't going to work, he's got to go. And the Warriors say, okay, we'll make a move. Like I said, if the, if the if Durant's ready to stay long-term, if Durant came to me during the season at some point, and said, look, it's him or me, or, you know, I want Draymond out of here. If he's not willing to commit long-term, then I'm like, what? Like, that's crazy. Like, unless you're staying the next three years at least, you, you're not going to dictate the future of this team. I like that hardball approach as we go through. Now, we're watching the Lakers tonight, Chris. I know you got an eye on it. LeBron James having what, from my eye, is his best game since – showing up in Los Angeles. I know you and Rob have been going back and forth as to the prospects of this team, but Tyson Chandler, the the missing link to uh, the toughness and the fear factor, uh, he's back in again after a little bit of an injury scare, but what what else do we, we expect the, the next level to be for this Lakers squad, or, or do we stand pat for a while and see how they gel? Well, I agree with you. I think this is definitely LeBron's best game, and you know, it's one of their best games as a team. What they're doing tonight is they're playing pretty good defense. 
LeBron included. Um, you know, he's blocked some shots, and that's what he's going to do. He's not going to be that one-on-one stopper like he used to be in his prime, but he can make those energy plays here and there, the blocks, the steals, every once in a while really getting the guy's face like you've seen a few times tonight. Um, but that's helped set a tone. So I, what I expect from the Lakers, I mean, obviously they're shooting the lights out from three-point range, starting with LeBron and Lonzo. They're not going to do that every night. But I do expect their three-point shooting overall to improve. LeBron, beginning with LeBron, because he hasn't shot at his normal level. And then I think defensively they'll improve because Tyson brings that, you know, sensitivity or he brings that attitude to their team. So if they improve defensively with the three ball, and then I just think their chemistry uh, and comfort level will improve in the half court the more they play with each other, those are three areas that will make them a much better team. And I'm going to tell you, I think they can be the second best team in the Western Conference. If, you know, there's really no reason they can't be better than everybody out West outside of Golden State. Portland is the second best team in terms of record right now. And you see what the Lakers are doing to them. They already beat them once. So uh, Dinks are coming together really well for the Lakers. Now, obviously, the goal is to win a title, but you got to take, you know, small steps. And right now, they certainly look to be headed in the right direction of becoming an elite team. Hey, I'm with you. I said second in the West and Western Conference Finals, and, and, and they're kind of moving along, unlike what we're seeing with Philadelphia right now. They make the trade for Jimmy Buckets, 14 points tonight in his debut. They lose in Orlando. Supposedly, they're kicking the tires on Carmelo Anthony. Are, are the Sixers have a plan here, or are they just kind of flailing, worried they're getting left behind in the East? Well, I don't, I don't think – I mean, obviously they've got their eyes on Toronto and Milwaukee and Boston and, and even Indiana is playing well. Uh, so they're definitely trying to compete in the East. But I don't think this was just a desperation move like, oh, we're struggling so far. Let's go get a Jimmy Butler. You know, on paper, that's a legitimate big three that can make you a contender for years to come. But there is a chance, as we've all talked about, that it doesn't work. You know, Jimmy has had his problems in Chicago and Minnesota, and that team also doesn't have shooting. So they've got some issues that they have to iron out. This may not work, but if I'm the Sixers right now, I'm just observing. It's not the worst thing. Look, I, they want it to work. I know they've, they've you know, probably had a wink-wink deal with Butler about him staying long-term. But if it doesn't work out, you know, you still have Embiid and Simmons. Those are your building blocks. As good as Jimmy Butler is, he's going to be 30 years old in September. He's not the future. He may be the immediate future if it works out for over, say, the next three or four years, uh, five years if they have to give him that big deal. But your future is really Simmons and Embiid. So you have to do what's best for those two players. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris underscore Broussard. That's at Chris underscore Broussard. Our teammate here at Fox Sports Radio every day. Coast of the Odd Couple with Rob Parker, 4 to 7 Pacific time. And also everything you need to know NBA-wise as well. He's on Instagram as well, Chris Broussard, 68. CB, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
Hi, guys. Enjoyed it. See, See you, Chris. Great See stuff tomorrow. there from Chris. You know, something that we're not really taking into account when it comes to Kevin Durant and how this could end with Draymond Green. We got that coming up in a minute, but first... Let's get Steve DeSager, find out what's trending. Special delivery. Well, we'll start with this game in L.A. The Lakers were trailing mid-second quarter by 13 points to Portland. Lakers are now leading this game by 16 points. Nine minutes left, 107-91, L.A. in the lead. LeBron James has played close to 30 minutes. He has 32 points, nine rebounds, nine assists. Phoenix was 2-11, but manhandled San Antonio tonight, 116-96. Dallas won by 50 over Utah, 118-68. Utah in the second half scored 22 points. Paul George, 35 points for the night at Oklahoma City in their win over New York, 128-103. Victories for Miami, Memphis, and Minnesota. Detroit won at Toronto on a shot at the buzzer, 106-104. Wins for Washington, Boston, and Orlando in a comeback over Philadelphia. College basketball, easy wins for Duke and Auburn, for Kentucky and Michigan State. Michigan dominated at eighth-ranked Villanova, 73-46. Indiana beat number 24 Marquette, 96-73. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car to visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Tampa Bay's Blake Snell won the AL Cy Young, edging Justin Verlander. Tomorrow, the MVP award winners will be announced. NL Cy Young Award went to Jacob deGrom of the Mets, who got 29 of the 30 first-place votes. Max Scherzer finished second. And in college football, there were two games of Maction tonight. Buffalo was 6-0 in conference, but lost 52-17 at Ohio U. Miami, Ohio beat a team that was 6-0 in the MAC. Northern Illinois goes down 13-7. And, guys, I was seeing the TV ratings, all the dramas, comedies, everything from last week. For adults age 18 to 49, last week, number one rated TV show was Sunday Night Football. Number two, Thursday Night Football. <laughs> number three, Sunday Night Pregame. And number four, Thursday night pregame. Wow. Football's dying, Steve. What are you that's, doing? That's right. Thursday so, night pregame. For those who had doubts about the NFL and its power, and then you get Big Bang Theory, 60 Minutes, and the rest of the things in the top 10. And TJ, how I met your quarterback coming up next. <laughs> Don't think that would get the numbers. Thank sorry. you, SD. <laughs> We're live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more information, visit geico.com. So, Here's the thing about Kevin Durant that people aren't taking into account. Oh, yeah, Chris Broussard says, listen, if you tell me you're going to re-sign with us at the end of the year, we can trade Draymond Green. Okay, I, I, I can see that. But does Kevin Durant really have to say, or could he say in two weeks, you know what, I've had it with this guy. And they're trying to win this year, right? The Warriors know they lose Kevin Durant at the end of this season they are really going to have to not rebuild, but find another star to come in, right? So think about that for a second. So Kevin Durant in two weeks, something else happens. I can't play with this guy. I cannot play with him. And now you're in the middle of December, and you're going, man, we really are the overwhelming favorite. How many more years are we going to be the overwhelming favorite? We may have to make a move. We may have to trade Draymond Green because Kevin Durant's given us an ultimatum. And then at the end of the season, KD can leave. Doesn't matter if he would have won another championship. Everything is all good. So you really have to think that could happen even if Kevin Durant says, I'm not going to guarantee you staying, but I can't have him stay anymore because the Warriors can convince themselves and say, well, Boogie Cousins is coming back. He plays well. We can give him big money. 
that he can stay and suddenly, all right, we kind of replace Draymond Green with a guy with different skill sets who's going to bring a different kind of crazy, I mean energy, to the team. And so, all right, we can make that move and get something for Draymond Green whose skills aren't what they once were. You can easily make a case that Draymond Green could go at some point this season even without Kevin Durant saying, yeah, I'm going to stay. No, I think that's the the larger point here. I got to placate Durant for the duration of this season, right? My future doesn't hinge on Draymond Green. It can't. Kevin Durant's the second best player in the game. We're watching LeBron James do LeBron James things tonight, and I'll, I'll save all the Laker excitement, and I'll let Justin Frostberg take care of that over the course of the night. But the, the reality is that you, you've got Green, who does a lot of things well, but he's not the, the A-list superstar here. And that's part of what I think is at the, the crossroads here and what brought them here is that Draymond Green's the fourth or fifth best option or best story going on here with the Warriors as you roll through. Hell, there's more people worried about what, when Boogie Cousins is coming back before this happened. Than what he's Draymond not, Green not, is you know, doing. You know, Draymond Green, people still think of Draymond Green as a guy from three years ago or four years ago when the Warriors won their first title and it was, boy, Steph is the MVP of the league, but Draymond Green is the MVP of the Warriors. Yeah, that was three years ago. Things change. It's a different energy. The team is now Kevin Durant driven. It's not Steph Curry driven. And he may leave, but still, it's Kevin Durant driven because the guy's the second best player in the NBA and he's won two NBA Finals MVPs. It is him driven. You do not need Draymond Green around like you had before in the past. You just don't. I got to give it the shot that Durant stays. And whatever's going to make that a possibility, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that he's gone. No, I can see him staying. If all of this is true and everything that we've gone and the Sapruder film of the this is why I'm out of here, if Draymond Green's the guy that's causing him to say, this is why I'm out of here, you know what, Gray, Graymon, Draymond Green, Draymond, Draymond Green. Draymond, everybody loves Draymond. <laughs> everybody loves Draymond. Yeah. He can pack his bags. Yeah. If that means that Kevin Durant leaves the door open to stay. He doesn't have to say yes. He just has to do it sooner. And when there's a lot of months ahead of you and you realize you're all in on this year, what other decision can you really make? Right. The, if it doesn't work and he still leaves, then Myers and company have to go back to the drawing board. Boogie Cousins, wherever he is physically, maybe his big contract is there with the Warriors as opposed to somewhere else like they've laid this out. But Draymond Green only has one more year left on his deal. You've got decisions to make on him, on Clay Thompson, and trying to pitch Kevin Durant not to go to the Knicks or somewhere else. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. LeBron James, five out of six from three point range, 32 9 and 9. The Lakers enjoying a 14 point lead right now over the Blazers. JaVale McGee has 20. That's right. JaVale McGee has 20. Look at those uniforms. We'll have more on this game coming up in a bit, but straight ahead, some big hardware given out today. And absolutely, the right people won maybe the biggest awards in the history of sports. Huge boner. That made that didn't have to go there. You Did said not it was huge awards. It was a huge award. Yeah. I'm getting people ready for the slide over baby hour. Jason, Sorry. come on. It is 20 minutes away, but the big awards, huge awards coming up next on Fox.
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This program brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Last year, over 3 million drivers switched to Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com today and find out if you could save. Really getting ready for the slide over baby hour. Well, and he's also really salty because you called him out earlier. Yeah, for real. Question is dedication and loyalty to the show. Listen, he's playing the same drops, the same bits we do on our show. He's playing them for other shows. You Babe. have one evidence. One. Oh, oh what, one really? drop. I will really. How many times did I hear the Tim Tebow? I'm so excited. I'm very excited Never on, on those other shows. shows. <gasps> Never. Don't you lie to me. Don't you lie to me. Name it right don't now. Don't lie to me. Name the oh, show. Oh, I don't know. Anytime in the past few months. <sighs> And today you did the whole Bill Belichick, I hate that song? So you know that people have access to my walls. I can't lock them, right? Could be Tell somebody else. Tell people to find their own things. I would tr- like to. Well, that's just it. We're going to need a guard. Frostburg, you can't go home. I feel like Le'Veon Bell. Going to start giving all your crap away. Go taking man's drops. Here goes, goes tight shirts Kamut. Going to give that away. <laughs> I'd rather give away the Kamut than his drops. We're giving away Kamut. Kamut. Kamut is on fire. Nicely done. Lakers lead Portland 114-102. We'll have more on this game. As it ends, LeBron now five points shy of Will Chamberlain for fifth all-time scoring. Still just under five minutes to go in this game. The Lakers lead by 12. But today we saw some heavy hardware being handed out. Going to get the MVPs tomorrow in Major League Baseball. Cy Young's were today. Blake Snell, 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 Snell wins the AL Cy Young. And 29 out of 30 first place votes go to your Cy Young Award winner in the National League. Best pitcher in all of baseball. Max Scherzer. Stop. Don't give people fake news. Max well, he should have won. He wasn't. How, what do you mean he should have won? Technically not fake news if you should have won. No, it's not. I mean, that's logic just, I would use against no, just you. To, just because he's a Met, I mean, doesn't mean that it's a slam dunk. That's your Syracuse logic, right? That, there. And you're going right past Blake Snell because you know Snell. what Blake, you know what Blake Snell winning the Cy Young gives us? That's nah, nothing. An active Kate Upton on Twitter nah, in support I, of her true. husband. Yeah. there's no sex. But saying, really? let's just say I won't be going to Tampa anytime soon. Hashtag Tampa strikes again. Remember, Pri- David Price in 2012 was the winner, and Verlander finished second that year. But let's, so twice. But let's not lose sight of the main point here, and that's Jacob it's DeGrom. It's Kate Upton. Jacob it's DeGrom far is better than anything winner. Jacob DeGrom's that's ever no given me. Are you kidding me? He gave you 29 straight starts of three runs or less. Did he ever smile and he giggle and laugh with me on a red carpet? No, he did not. Ask Jason who has better hair, DeGrom yeah. or Kate Upton. Well, Syndergaard. Uh, last year, I would tell you that DeGrom had better hair. Now, Kate Upton has better hair because DeGrom cut it all off. He cut it off. He won the Cy Young. They said, what's your goal this season in spring training? He said, I want to win the Cy Young. Now he's done it. I don't know how the guy in San Diego doesn't vote for him. I mean, really? Come on, man. How do you, not, how do you vote for Max Scherzer? Max Scherzer had a typical good Max Scherzer year. Was it Cy Young award worthy? No, because the most important thing you look at for a line for a pitcher is still ERA. And your ERA was 1.70. And when I point out again... 29 straight starts, three or less runs. No one in the history of Major League Baseball has done that. I'm sorry. 
You're the Cy Young winner. Wins are overrated. Ten wins. Pitchers have no control That's over wins. That's only ten more than you. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's a fair pitch. point. Pitchers, pitchers have no control over it. They have no control yes, over wins. Yes, they do. No, they don't. If he pitched lights out, they would have won or tied. I didn't, you it would have been 0-0. How about Clayton Kershaw? He only won nine games. Why are you bringing him into Overrated. this? Overrated. Well, no votes for him. He should have won, won more games, right? They made the World Series. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Should have won more games. How about that? You know what? You might have won the World won Series if you had games. Jacob DeGrom. 90 plus. You would have won if you had DeGrom instead of Kershaw. Such anger. DeGrom might have won Such 30 anger. games Can you guys just Dodgers. fight already? Can we just videotape that? No, Make go. that go viral? The Do you feel left out? Slap you fighting each other? On this? Oh, we have a three- What do I got? No, you know what you got to do? Nothing. The White Sox stink. They're on the comeback trail. You go to hell. The only White Sox headline was you're going to trade Avisel Garcia. Because really, it comes down to this. <laughs> They're you on the 10-year You want to be, be a tough guy? We both finished without hardware. Right? You just got taunted no, got for an extra month. League, uh, National League championship. Yeah, you, you yeah. got taunted for an extra month and a half. No, you, you got the pennant. My team get away, got away. The I got the Cy Young. What does that give you? What's the pennant give you? Pedicure. What's Cy Young give you? You're the National you got League one champions. guy. That means one guy on your team was good. Well, it's a Cy Young. They only give out four really major awards at the end of the year. Yeah, you take your Canerco statue and beat it. You leave me alone. You don't go after Paul Canerco ever. You know, if this is WWE. You know better than that. You keep this up, and I'll text him right now with if, your name. <laughs> eventually, this would end with you and I in a uh, tag team match against Teicher and Frostburg. That's how this would really end. With DeSager, the referee. Who not a bad been, way to go. Who would have been paid I'll off? I'll go by... Jeff Van Gundy style and just bite your calves <laughs> off. That's a, that's a nice hearty meal you'd have there, my friend. I don't know if that's a winning move in wrestling. Oh, and look at this, Jesse. He's that dragging Frostburg around. Biting McMahon. By his hands again. Oh, if you get the, the calves room. out of it, what else has he got left? <laughs> Quads. And T-shirt, you know, Mr. Saito used to throw salt in people's yeah, eyes. Yeah, he did. T-shirt would throw uncooked <laughs> quinoa, and it would hit there you. Oh, go. I can't see. Oh, the quinoa in the eyes. Quinoa. Who throws their broccoli? <laughs> it really ended up being next level right there. <laughs> he shoves the broccoli in your mouth <laughs> and tries to pin you. I dig that. And then he tries to give you healthy food at the end. Hey, I'm sorry I had to pin you here. I'm really trying yeah. to build the Max Scherzer argument here while you're doing food. this. You can't build the Max Scherzer argument. Jacob DeGrom was the best. 300 strikeouts. That's not, That's really nice. What was his ERA? Uh, 2-5. Oh, okay. So almost a full run higher than Jacob DeGrom. He also had uh, nearly double the wins. You can't. And the can't whip was the it. same. He played for a better team. He played for a better can't control that. The best pitcher in baseball was in Max the Scherzer. entire was world. Was Blake Snell with his what? 21 wins no, and 1-8-9 ERA. Don't give me that Take Snell. That. Take that Don't in the AL East. Take that in the that. face. TJ, I can smell what Mike Harmon's cooking. I DJ. blame the Jets. <laughs> Coming up next, we get back to the biggest story of the NFL. This is Fox. It's only appropriate. We kick off the slide over baby hour talking about Wilt Chamberlain. Fox Sports Radio. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico studio. Slide over, baby. Take off your uniform. It's a final at Staples Center. As I see pictures of Wilt Chamberlain's jersey hung in the rafters, LeBron James has passed Wilt for fifth all-time scoring in NBA history on the court. 
He's literally taking the ball and going home, too. He is. He, he's asked for the ball at the end of the game. <laughs> 44 points for LeBron James tonight, his signature game as a Laker. Finish one assist short of the triple-double, but it's all about the scoring column tonight. Well, yeah, on the court. Anytime you mention Wilt Chamberlain, you got him on the court, on the court, on the court. Okay. All right? Because to think about this for a second, Wilt Chamberlain, Said he had sex with over 20,000 women, right? Let's just say he started when he was 15 years Hell old. Hell yeah. He was born in 1936. So say he started in 1951. It's a little early. So you've been doing some research and some it's math? Is that early. what you're doing? No, I've just known this. It's a little early. 15's not early. 15, well, back then it was in 1951. I think eh, that was a little early. Well, let's just say he started because right. he was taller. So people thought he was older. And he went all the way until he died in 1999. You know how many women that would be per year? Go ahead, buddy. 425. Okay. 425. That's one woman every day, and every third day it's two women. No days off. It's Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, the day after Christmas. No days off. Well, you're probably also picking up uh, large numbers in, in group dynamics women. on occasion. Yeah, but all right, let's just say one day you pick up five. Yeah. That doesn't buy you anything. You still can't take the next day off. There's no, no days, days off. off. There's no days You got to be off. dedicated to your craft, like shooting free throws. What? There are no days off. <laughs> uh, I, so that's really where you're at. If you think about that for a second, 15 every day until he died, four times. But then you get to the point where when he's 70, he's still having sex with a different woman every day? Could be. But when did he make that claim? All right, now think about this. He made that claim when he was... Take nine years off, because I believe it was around 1990 when the, or no, 19, when he made that claim, like right around late 80s, early 90s, right? So, made that, so let's just say now you are taking, let's say we take what, 15 years away from Wilt? All right. So All right. that's 48 years of sexual activity. Now make it 33 years of sexual activity. All right. Let's say it's 33 years. Well, he was in his prime and he was, he was getting after it. He was a man. Uh, that had uh, a large appetite, and all right, you no, know, no, no, again, right. no, no, let's do again. Like, if you make that your squad goal, let's do this. Let's do this. Then he made the claim. You're Will Chamberlain. He made the claim. Let's do. Let, let's say when he was. Let's give him sexual activity until he's sixty-five. Right. Let's say that's when he made the claim. He could be a freak on the court so and on the shit. Oh you know what I'm saying? So it's now true. you're Top talking five. about. Taking away a forty or so, you take fifty, so forty years of sexual activity. Yeah, right. So that means then, if you're taking that's the case, that's five hundred women a year. Sure, five hundred women a okay. year. That's one and a half women a day. And I'm saying there's no way. There's no way. Of course, there is. There's Absolutely, no way. there is. Just because he said, see, this is what we, lesson we learned in 2018 that we could have learned in 1951 or whatever it was. Just because someone says something and they're authoritative doesn't mean that it's correct. But it also doesn't mean that it. You're, you're trying to just use that math and say that is impossible for you. Yeah, like you're all not the Will baseball Chamberlain. voters. There's a reason that he was one of the all-time greats. And if he put his mind to this and decided that was squad goal, That's you know what? He much, could reach squad no, no, goal. No, nobody. Everybody needs some time away. Everybody needs a little time away. I don't think I, so. I don't even think adult film actors have that much sex. I think you're wrong. I think I you should go ask your girl. I don't know. I think what happens is they go on dates and try not to have sex. That's like a successful date. 
I can't say that I've really done my due diligence I, I or research really, there. I think you can go I through. I will leave that to your vast. I think you can go through adult research film actors and, and actresses and you say, how many partners have you had over, I don't know, a thousand. That's, that Will Chamberlain supposedly had 20,000. 20 times more he than what you He was getting paid had. to play basketball for a living, getting, and then people, he decided, no, when he, I mean, think of when he was in Conan the Destroyer. I mean, if you went out on the town in the outfit he was wearing there, I mean, That's how he dressed at UCLA. <laughs> Let's say, look, Will Chamberlain didn't even get paid to have sex. These are actors and actresses who get paid to have sex, and they're not having sex as much. You need to just yeah. drop it, Jason. What I'm just saying, it's. I think we're all in agreement really that Wilt is legit. How are you that, questioning the greatness that, that, and the prowess of Wilt Chamberlain? Listen, Frostburg wouldn't be. What are you going to call shenanigans on his 100 point game it, while you're at it too? No, I'm not going to. Well, I would call shenanigans on that, on that more likely there's, there's than actually, I would. I'll, I'll believe the 20,000 number. There's actual that. evidence of that. I mean, the I mean, how many people women. go to school at UCLA? Uh, you. I, I don't know. See, how many people? Thirty thousand. Twenty grand is very believable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Half of them are men. Half of them are uh, graduating, and I, I, I don't think use the McConaughey line. Every single one. All right, all right, all right. I no, I don't. No, think- no. <laughs> UCLA remains. <laughs> right. Next group comes in. Yeah, you yeah. make it seem like he never went back for seconds. I don't <laughs> exactly. But so no, it's different women. I mean, he's not it's Carmelo Anthony. Women. It was not yeah. one and done. And this is not someone who's having sex with just one. No, no. There's no seconds. There's no, like, if you're woman number 438, it's like, boy, I really like Bill. I want to see him again. Forget it, honey. He's never coming back around to you. And never. that was just a Tuesday. I mean, he was a world well-traveled man. He, you knew who he was, no matter where you yes, went. Yes, he was very tall, yes. But just, that's it. 20,000. He had to play basketball and fly places. There's, there's some nights I guarantee you he didn't have sex with a woman. But you guarantee that. How do you guarantee How do you that? guarantee Here's that? Here's guarantee. Were he you there? He, he walked into the, the lobby okay, of the hotel. He gets How you up doing? in the morning. Come on upstairs. Hiding in the closet. He gets How up do you the, know? He gets up in the morning, and he gets up, and he goes to the court for a shoot-around. Gets ready. Ready for the game Maybe that he didn't night. go to sleep. Maybe. Maybe he was up all night. Okay, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Start, start in the morning. He gets sleep up. Sleep all day. He gets up, say, 9, 10 o'clock, right? Has breakfast. Goes to the court to shoot around. He shoots around. They have the game oh, a couple shot hours after that. Night. He plays, and then they fly out of town that night. So that's a day with no sex. If you have a day with no sex, you're way behind. You are way, way, way behind. You're never catching how, how up How long do that. you think these encounters needed to be? Uh, this is not an all-day wine and dine and slow. Uh, this isn't Jimmy no. G stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? This, Let's go to the Galleria. There, there, was no, there was no romance is what you're saying? Not saying there had to but be. But I'll, well, I'll tell no you this. No flowers were bought, for you, sure. You, yeah, but you're not just going, you're not just saying, okay, one, next, next. Now, you need some recovery time. You know, you need recovery time. It's an athletic Wilt marvel. You need the Tom Brady recovery. Now, he wore TB12 recovery sleep. Maybe he didn't Maybe need TB12. Maybe he, had, he was superhuman. <laughs> Maybe he's one of those metahumans <laughs> that Stan Lee gave us. So, LeBron James... <laughs> How do you go to how, you, No, you have to go home. You can't just go to LeBron James out of that. What do you mean? Why not? We're talking about passing for scoring. Now we get to the LeBron James part of it on the court. Oh. Me? LeBron James passes Will Chamberlain for fifth overall in scoring in NBA history on the court. Does it tonight as part of the Lakers' big win over the Portland Trail Blazers. The Lakers now suddenly 
are rolling, and LeBron is leading the way. LeBron, here he goes into the lane. And count it goes, it goes! He's tied well for number five, and he can pass him with a free throw. Now with this free throw, LeBron James to become the fifth leading scorer in NBA history, passing the great Will Chamberlain. Number five. Billy Mack, Lakers TV. I can't believe he made the free throw. One, two, three, four. <laughs> I thought, oh, it's going to have to come the next day. He's not going to. No, he made the no, free throw. No, he drained it. No, no, no. It was going to be throw. history in those pinstripe uniforms tonight. They are celebrating, obviously. Him passing Wilt, we're going to hear from LeBron James as soon as he meets the media. We'll bring you his presser. A big night for him. And he took the ball. But he said, I'm yes. taking the ball well, and I'm leaving. I I'm love okay that. With that. He went back and got it. Hey, I'm past Wilt as a Laker. I've been a Laker for 13 games. Look at me, everybody. I'm passing Wilt Chamberlain. 44, 10, and 9 on the night. 13 of 19 from the field. 5 of 6 from three-point range. Hey, Lonzo was 3 of 5 from three-point range as well. Nobody cares. Now, let's make uh, things even interesting. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's go. Let's, let's up the ante on this. Yeah. You know who's third on the all-time list in NBA scoring? Who's third? Not even first. Let's get to, you know, LeBron is fifth. You know who's third? I'm Kobe. Alfred Brimley, and I like it. Hey, you know what? Today is National Diabetes National Diabetes Day. Is today Take really? Take care of yourself. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm absolutely positive. You're positive, okay. And Wilfred Brimley tweeted about it. I think you said that like two days ago. No, no, no. That was it's Diabetes Month, but today is. But you know, diabetes I think no, I think you said that for like the last year. You know, today is, and I, and I don't think it is. <laughs> it's just an excuse to hear that Wilfred Brimley. I want to talk to you about diabetes. I don't think it is. You said it like you it's said wrong. like. Every three days, it's either National Diabetes Day, National Hot Dog Day, or National Buy a Kid an Ice Cream Day, or whatever it is. Might celebrate Batman Day, It's too. not Batman Day. It's not Batman Day. Then I, then uh, I always go and say... na 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 batman I wasn't even supposed to be here today. <laughs> 37? So, third on the list, all-time, NBA scoring. Kobe! Kobe. Bryant. You know, there's only one non-Laker in the top five. That's, yeah, that's going to be an awkward night, guys. Co- oh, you imagine if it's going to be at Staples? Kobe Bryant! He's got a chair! Look out! Would Kobe come to the game? You think Kobe would come to the game? He's going to pass up? You know how many LeBron paintings are getting defaced that day? <laughs> <laughs> it's like ah! that scene in Batman from 1989 with the Joker and the spray paint. No, not no. much, Bob. <laughs> I like that one. But that's the next thing. Seriously, Mayor? He's about, what, about 2,000 points behind Kobe now? It's about 2,000 points, so sometime next month he'll pass. Kobe Bryant for points, doing it as a Laker. I'm going to pass Kobe Bryant for third of the scoring list as a Laker. And then Kobe suits up for the Sixers that night. <laughs> Kobe comes in and starts hitting shots. Yeah, but he might so fight Le- Jimmy LeBron Butler. can't pass him. Everybody's got to fight Jimmy Butler. <laughs> LeBron, 2,000 points away from Kobe Bryant. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Well, we'll be here. I want to see. You know what I want? I want to see him make it. Like you know, there's that guy on on YouTube that does the uh, the shooting forms of all the different players, and he shows you know he can he can like it's amazing he can like turn himself into an amalgam. He can shoot like Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. He can shoot like Kobe Bryant. I want LeBron to hit the shot that passes Kobe, hitting like one of those Kobe fadeaway jumpers. That that's what I want. I want to see LeBron actually do it like Kobe Bryant. Oh, I thought it was going to be he scores 82 points in a game. What about if he does it? Out of the free throw line with a free throw with a torn Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be just like him. 
I mean, I, that would have been that would have been really something. He starts pa- he starts passing people with how they shoot the ball. Their signature oh, shots. Oh, I like that. I like that. Juice. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! When LeBron James hits the podium, we will bring it to you. LeBron passing Will Chamberlain for fifth all-time in NBA scoring tonight. Part of his 44-point night, Lakers beat the Blazers 126-117. Most points scored by a Lakers since? Kobe. Lou Williams. Good guess. Kobe Bryant, 60-point night. Final night of his career, LeBron. 44, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. He goes 5 out of 6 from 3-point range, 13 for 15 from the free throw line, and the shot he passes Wilt on was a free throw. Now, this is good. It wasn't as um, Hollywood as the Kobe Bryant 60-point game, right? No, not even close. Because Kobe was awful. To start that game, and we were wondering if this wasn't Willie Mays in a Mets uniform on the 1973 Tops card. Of wow, I remember that it was just he was done, and then all of a sudden we had guys jumping up and down the hallway, people dancing in the streets as he got to 60 points. Inefficient, mm. but Hollywood nonetheless. This was a precision. This was uh, efficient. This was surgical uh, in those beautiful purple pinstripe uniforms. I hate to say I told you so, but I kind of told you so. That Rondo would uh, get in a fight? No, well, that's one news before we get to more on LeBron. Rajon Rondo's going to be out a while. Uh, Luke Walton just telling the media assembled that Rondo broke his hand during the game tonight. Apparently, he fell and tried to break his fall, and as a result, Rondo broke his hand, so he's going to be out a while. Broken hands are at least four to six weeks, if not longer. Oh, get Elton Brand on the phone. So Sutton <laughs> Elton Brand. Uh, so let's hear from Luke with more on this and developing story with LeBron right now. Well, when Rondo fell down, he tried to break his fall, and sadly it wasn't an appropriate measure which we taught him in the way. So it looks like it's a hyper sprain or maybe a fracture, but let's just say it's broke. Next question. Uh, Jim in the back. Yeah, Luke. Do you think you'll be the head coach of the Lakers tomorrow, or is just LeBron going to take over for you? I only want to talk about LeBron tonight. He did a great game. Um, if anybody wants some voice acting, because I don't think I'm going to be here for long, just let me know. Thank you. Uh, Jim on the side. Hey, Luke, can you um, Hey Luke, can you do me a demo for whatever it takes? <laughs> hey, Luke, can you tell me how, how much Kamut did LeBron eat? Before the game tonight? Well, uh, you know his secret recipe is actually Kamut, and we mix it with something he likes to call Sopa Sour. I'm not sure what that really is, but uh, ingredients on the side was nice, and uh, Wilt, Wilt gave him some some really positive messaging there, too. Uh, John, all the way to the side, in the back. Hey, Luke, do you think Wilt really had sex with 20,000 women? I mean, that's a lot of women. You know, what's funny is uh, I used to talk to Wilt about this, and uh, sadly, I think it's true because I've been to UCLA, and somehow all the women know his name. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that one's true. Uh, Todd on the front with the microphone. Hey, Luke, but half the people there are men. 
and it's 20,000 women. Can you can you expand on that? Yeah, I'm going to have to say no comment on that one, but uh, to each his own. Thank you. All right, there you go. There's Luke Walton's press conference. You know, for a second, I swear to God, I thought we were really going to Luke Walton. You got to give the courtesy, Lakers TV. Uh, Lakers TV. <laughs> That was that's brilliant. A, that's a pretty good Luke Walton tight shirt. You like that? That's I had no idea you could do that. Thank that you. That's pretty good. Really did. I thought, oh, we got Luke potted up real fast. We're going to hear that Luke. That was pretty good. Nope. Turn around. You thought we were going live. Thought everybody in the back did a fantastic <laughs> job of turning around. Instead, I, 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 wait, can we go live? I, can we do that? I don't even know. It's not Major League Baseball. Anything did. goes. <laughs> that's pretty good. You know we'll what? Do whenever, it live. Whenever we want to, we just have tight shirt record uh, post game. Why Here's record it? We'll go live. Just go live. Everybody keeps asking me how much improv, how many improv classes did you guys take before you started working together? Um, every night for four hours, <laughs> and usually an hour in the pre and post. So, so <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll we'll hear from LeBron when he hits the podium again. Luke Walton just le- and I mean it. Luke Walton really did just, just leave, leave the, the podium. podium. Yeah, yes, and uh, yes, and and yes, it's serious. Uh, Rajon Rondo did break his hand tonight, so he's going to be out a while, likely. His minutes, it's not going to be that difficult to suck up his minutes because, look, KCP is only playing 17, 20 minutes a night. Hart is only paying 22 to 25 minutes a night. Uh, I think you can play these guys on the floor at the same time. Yes, Rondo's handling the ball a little bit more, but you can easily find a way for these guys to play a few more minutes and and will they miss Rondo? Yeah, you know, Rondo does some very specific things, and and you want him to be part of your rotation. But in, in the in the short run, I don't think they'll miss him because you will have guys who will play a little bit more. Look, Lance Stevenson will play a few more minutes, too, coming off the bench. I don't see this as something where it's going to be really hard to overcome this. It's his right hand, but it's not like Rondo has a lot of shooting. So I think they'll be okay. Yeah, we'll see him at the uh, the end of the year, gets the rest of the holidays to go do what he needs to. Uh, he's been averaging what six point seven or eight, but seven shots a night. I think is is where he's at, and and really over the last four or five games hasn't been putting up a ton of shots. Minutes are in that fourteen to sixteen range. Should be able to suck that up easily enough. It, it changes the rotations that we've been predicting all the way through, because uh, I think folks are starting to come down to the to our side in terms of how how this thing should be should be orchestrated at least short term, but. You know, the question is, you know, are they in the, the market to go and make a move? You know, there were some reports earlier today that, that KCP uh, was a desired commodity by the Sixers. You joked when I said Elton Brand. Draymond Green might be available. Well, there is you that, too. Get Draymond. Can he handle the ball? Sure. No, we saw Of course it. he does. You saw at the end. I mean, he lost it. We, we, and we, he didn't get a shot We off. saw him try. He handled it for a little bit. I was being facetious. <laughs> See if he goes after LeBron James. You know what? <laughs> Bandwagon hopper. Tonight's show brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. That's discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. So while we're waiting for LeBron to hit the podium, well, again, we'll bring it to you as soon as he speaks. Passing Will Chamberlain for fifth in scoring on the court in NBA history tonight. He did some good acting too, Jason. I mean, a couple of times when he got hit. Wilt? Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, he I was fantastic. Meant, I mean, yeah. like I said, Conan the Destroyer was Master Thespian. Give, give me something else he acted in. 
I don't remember. You can't keep saying he was great and he was only in Conan the Destroyer. That's all he needed to be in. No, he's got no. If you say, I'm sure he made another number of movies that never made their way to theatrical release. Look, Carl Weathers was Apollo. Carl Weathers was Action Jackson. Carl Weathers was Carl Weathers on Arrested Development. He was Chubbs. I mean, Carl Weathers had a pretty long and distinguished career. You can't just say which one guy, but you can't just tell me, oh, Wilt, yeah, he was, you know, he was in Conan the Destroyer. Yeah, I know. All right, well, let's see. What else do we what have? What else was Wilt in? The Grizzly Six. The Gri- <laughs> The 20,000. That's good. <laughs> he was in Wilt. He was he in was- uh, Any Given Sunday. Was he in Any Given Sunday? Yeah. Wilt just was? Just in a locker room scene. Oh, was he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's see. He had 43 credits. Wow, he did 43 movies? He was on The Commission as himself. <laughs> the the Alan Fix show. Bunch of talk shows, of course. Wow. All right. Hanging out with uh, Regis Philbin a while. Let's play. Let's play. Let's play. He was on. Uh, he was a musical guest as himself on American Bandstand. Take that. But here's the thing about LeBron James and the Lakers. We told you the beginning of the season. This is what's going to happen. The Lakers are going to start out slow out of the gate because everybody's getting used to playing with each other. They're going to start out, and I actually said, like six and six-ish, and then they're going to take off. That's the Lakers are going to do. And what did the Lakers do? They started off six and six-ish. They started off six and six. They won their last two games. Now they've beaten Portland again, who they had all kinds of trouble with, but now they're playing them every third game, so they're having a lot of familiarity. They've beaten them the last two times they played them, and now they're starting to take off. They figured things out. The most important thing is three things. Number one, they're finishing games. They've learned how to finish. That's a huge deal. They're figuring out their rotation. Yes, all these basketball things going on, but they're finishing games. They're playing better defensively, and Tyson Chandler has brought a measured value of toughness to this team. All right, we've talked about this a couple of times tonight, but that's the thing about toughness. Sometimes you don't realize you need it, and then you get it, and you're like, whoa, oh, that's that's awesome. Certain things in the NBA, it's easy to see. All right, you know, this team needs a dominant low post guy. This team needs a guy that can make threes. You see that all the time, right? That, that happens everywhere. This team needs this, they need this, they need this. But it's not like you could say the Lakers were lacking toughness. Look, they had a bunch of guys suspended in a brawl. But they, they're they missing that on-the-court attitude, that little bit of swagger. And LeBron can only bring so much, and Tyson Chandler brought that. And since then, now you're undefeated in the Tyson Chandler era. That's a very big thing. So now you're seeing the Lakers figure everything out. Here they are now at 8-6. and six. They're coming in the Pacific. They're three games back at Golden State. And suddenly you can realize, boy, it didn't take very long. Luke Walton's going to keep his job because, as we said, they got to get to six and six, and then they get to, you know, game fifteen or seventeen at at nine and six, ten and six. Luke Walton's going to keep his job for a while. That's exactly what's happening with the Lakers. What we told you was going to happen is exactly what's happening. Well, you didn't think you'd get the gift of a Tyson Chandler that it would be one phone call to James Jones that would allow that to occur. And NBA still got to look at that. That seemed kind of dubious the way that rolled through. But you know, whatever. The Lakers gain. LeBron knows what he wants. But they, they gained 21 minutes a night uh, from Chandler, some good play on the interior, uh, and then they got 20 points from JaVale McGee. Forget about LeBron. Give me some JaVale McGee highlights and some post game from him. Look at what. Why did you have the hot hand? <laughs> 9 of 12 from the field. <laughs>
Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. More on this breaking story coming up in a minute, but first, let's check in with Steve DeSager, special delivery, and find out what's trending. I mean, in addition to LeBron and Jacob DeGrom. And you had a, a Regis Philbin reference there with Millionaire a minute ago. Let's play. Very- Let's play. <laughs> Let's play. It reminded me of, remember when Will Ferrell went on and he got the easy $100 question and then... Now the next question is for $200. Actually, Regis, uh, I'm good. I think I'm going to fold up the shop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry? I think I'll fold up the shop, take my $100, go back to West Virginia plan my family's future. <laughs> Anyway, let's get to LeBron James tonight, shall we? Because he did something that no one's ever done in NBA history from the famed people at Stats to finish with 44 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, and also have 3 blocks and make 5 three-pointers. No one's ever done that in a non-overtime game before in the history of the NBA. Lakers came back and beat Portland 126-117. LeBron's 44 points helps him pass Wilt Chamberlain for fifth all-time in scoring. Laker guard Rajon Rondo did break his right hand tonight. Phoenix all over San Antonio, 116-96, and the Suns had a 2-11 record coming in. Dallas won by 50 over Utah, 118-68 as the Utah Jazz in the second half scored but 22 points. Oklahoma City and Detroit with wins, Orlando with a comeback win, to college basketball in a moment. There is NFL news to pass along as defensive end Joey Bosa returned to limited practice with the Chargers after his foot injury in training camp. The NFL flexed the Chargers game at Pittsburgh to a Sunday night, Week 13, and Week 14 will now have Rams at Bears on a Sunday night. Steelers running back James Conner practiced fully. He's in concussion protocol still for the moment. The Bengals say they hope to have wide receiver A.J. Green back this week. He did not practice today due to his toe injury. Tomorrow night, on Fox TV, Green Bay at Seattle. Packers tight end Jimmy Graham was taken off the injury report. Now, three games of note of college basketball. Michigan dominated at Villanova 73-46. Indiana upset number 24 Marquette 96-73. And there was a win for Robert Morris at home tonight. 104-57 over dreaded Mount Aloysius of Pennsylvania. A guy, Josh Williams, senior guard for Robert Morris, averages 10 points a game. Pretty much every shot he took tonight, guys, was a three-point attempt. He finished 15 for 25 from three-point range, 49 points in this victory. So he made 15 threes, but only two other two-point baskets. I'm just going to hang out behind the arc. Actually, he was, was, uh, I think, one for one on twos and a couple of free throws. (laughs) 49 points. There you go. Thank you, Mm Steve-O. We're live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more information, visit geico.com. So LeBron is uh, talking to the media right now, going to bring you him and what he has to say coming up in about 10 minutes from now. He's still clutching that basketball. Holding on to it. I did it. I passed. Wilt is a Laker. Let's revisit what we said about the Lakers now, beginning of the season, because we went to how how things were going to go. and. Not that suddenly tonight means they're going to win the NBA title. But we told you at the beginning of the season, they're going to finish second in the Western Conference. They're going to finish second. We told you in the preseason, they're going to finish second in the Western Conference because nobody else got better. Golden State is still better. They're still the best. They'll get healthy. Steph's out for the next five games. And you know you got to think at some point, Draymond and Kevin Durant are going to get along. But they're still the best. We've already seen the Lakers beat Portland twice. 
Portland didn't get better. Denver is pretty good. Is Denver great? No, Denver's pretty good. They didn't get better. Oklahoma City didn't get better. Memphis didn't get better. The Clippers somehow are in sixth place. The Rockets stink. Nobody got better. The Lakers added the best player in the NBA, and they added some pretty good talent around him with what he needed. You had some young pieces already, and now you added veteran pieces that LeBron James needed. The goal for the Lakers this year, forget about everybody that just said, oh, just make the playoffs. No, no. They should finish second in the West and make it to the Western Conference Finals. They should go home in a series against Golden State. That should be how the season ends for the Lakers. That is a success because that's exactly how good the Lakers are going to be by the end of the season. Anybody that was making the the benchmark of this season just making the playoffs, just put the pens down and step away from the keyboard because the, the Western Conference last year was a jumbled mess. A terrible Lakers team won 35 games. And you could say, yeah, nobody prepared for this and whatever else. And it was let down city because of the competition and playing down to competition. Still won 35 games. And they were awful in so many ways. You, you did Operation Shutdown with, with Lonzo Ball after a while. You, you, the only bright spot was Kyle Kuzma and what he became. And so when you look at this year, you reconstitute your lineup and you bring in LeBron James while all of those things happen to these other teams in the West, as you mentioned, Jason, that there's no reason to believe that it was going to be anything worse than a, a top four seed. And then just a question of how good you were from there, especially when you looked at the turmoil going on, right? Minnesota was a top tier team last year when Jimmy Butler was there. Well, he's gone. They were hating each other and probably were going to come to fisticuffs at some point anyway, but he's now a member of the Sixers. So the, Timberwolves, for all intents and purposes, are done. You're looking at them, they're 6-9 and nine now, just ahead of Phoenix at the back of the pack in the Western Conference. And you look at the muddled mess once again in terms of your final 6-7 playoff seeds and going down. They'll hit their stride. They'll find another player or two as you roll towards the deadline. There's no question about that. LeBron James at some point is just going to go in with his grocery list and say, here's what we need to get over the top. Meanwhile, they're laughing their, their, their butts off because right now you've got Draymond Green and Kevin Durant in, in their fight. Steph Curry's hurt. You don't know when he's coming back. That didn't look good, right, when he went down with that injury, and now he's missed time. Clay Thompson's shot has come in and out over the course of the year. There's a lot going on. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. little different slide over baby hour tonight. We're talking Will Chamberlain. But coming up next, you will hear from LeBron James as he has become the fifth leading scorer in NBA history, passing Will Chamberlain in the Lakers' victory over the Trail Blazers tonight. He scored 44 points, and wait till you hear what he's going to do with the ball and the jersey from tonight's game. You'll hear from LeBron next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Well, on a day that Jacob DeGrom wins the NL Cy Young, Never best pitcher in baseball. Not unanimous. I mean, really, 29 out of 30, seriously? 29 out of 30 ain't bad. DeGrom owned the day, but LeBron James owns the night, passing Wilt Chamberlain 
for fifth place all time on the NBA scoring list. LeBron with 44 tonight. Most points by a Laker since Kobe 60 in his final game. Lakers blow past the Portland Trailblazers, and now suddenly they have no problem with the Portland Trailblazers after having all kinds of problems with them earlier. It went from JaVale McGee night to LeBron James night pretty quickly. The final score, 126-117. LeBron talking to the media about his historic performance passing the stilt. Brown the Blazers had that 13-point lead there in the second. What were you guys able to do to change things around? Uh, we had to be more aggressive offensively and defensively. Um, we started the game a little passive and allowed them to get to their comfort zone. We allowed them to run their sets. Those two guys um, become very dangerous. And then we allow you know some other guys to also make some plays and dug ourselves a hole. For you, your first 40-point game as a Laker to the free throw line, to the way you shot the three ball, things feel different for you tonight? Uh, just getting my rhythm. Just get my rhythm. Um, like I said, I didn't put too much into my free throw shooting. You know, as of late, um, I know how much I put, put into the game and how much I work on my craft. So, only a matter of time. So, you know, everything was working tonight. What comes to mind when you think of Wilt and passing it more so just Wilt? Um, a lot of things. Um, most One of the most dominant forces we ever had in our game, along with Shaq. Um, one of the greatest Lakers to ever play the game. 100 point score. Um, one of the greatest scores, rebounders ever. Um, uh, played this game. Um, multi-sport dimensional uh, type of athlete. Somebody people just never seen someone like that in that in that era. Uh, so just dominant in all in all walks of life, not only just basketball but just period. What's him in a Lakers uniform when his uniform? Wait, wait, is stop a for a second. Wait, wait, stop, stop for one second. You know, said Wilt was dominant in all walks of life. That's right. <laughs> that is right. <laughs> He did not shy away from that. Good for you, LeBron not James. Not just on the basketball court. He dominated in all, all walks, of, walks life. of life. And time out. Oh, Wilt and those four women want to talk it over. He threw him a big fat one. All right, let's. Good for you, LeBron. Let's hear more from LeBron. Go ahead. He was legendary. Him in a Lakers uniform when his uniform is up there hanging in the rafters. Um, well, I mean, for me, I, I don't know, huh? I have I don't know how I feel right now. I'm just I'm happy we were able to get another win. But anytime my name is mentioned uh, with some of the greats um, that, that played this game, um, you know I always think back to my my hometown of where I come from, how far I've come. Um, so you know that's 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 it for me. We're on the news about Rondo. How tough is that to hear? I mean it's tough. I mean he's uh, I mean he's one of our captains, one of our leaders, and um, but I heard we got great surgeons here in LA. So um, you know, I get right to it. Start his rehab um, as fast as possible and getting back. But um, it's next man up. It's next man up. You know, I know, you know Rondo um, he hates the fact of what he's going through right now. But we all have to pick him up in his, in his absence. You had Zoe screening for you a lot in that third quarter. What does that do for you to have him bring the point guard into the play? Well, we're just trying to figure out ways we can be um, you know, productive offensively. And that was one of the sets that we ran tonight, along with some other things as well. How was the physicality of the Portland defense on you in the second half in particular? Um, I don't know. Um, see how I feel in the morning. That pair of three-pointers you hit right before the end of the first half, was that sort of the moment where you kind of felt like, hey, this, this might be a special night? No, nah, you don't. No, nah, I can't. I don't play the game like that. Um, I play the game one possession at a time. Um, I felt my jumper was um, you know, feeling very comfortable. My three ball was feeling good. Um, but we just wanted to try to get back into the game and close the quarter the right way, and we did that in a second. When you are um, 
attacking the rim and, and, and fighting through guys to get to the rim. What are you, you had one moment where you kind of pounded your chest a little bit. What are you feeling in those moments when you're just kind of shaking guys off to get to the basket? And what kind of is, what, what are you feeling in that moment? I'm just trying to find the angle, uh, one, get to the angle and then, you know, get my eye up on the rim. Um, you know, once I get an angle, I've um, played a lot of basketball. I know where the creases are. Um, I know how to be able to fight off defenders um, with a lot of uh, contact. And, um, you know, either if it's a foul or if it's not a foul. So uh, I'm not one to, to play for a foul. I play for uh, trying to get a bucket or get my guys a look. And if the foul happens to happen, um, then so be it. There was a coach a few weeks ago who said something like, you have to foul him and sometimes he doesn't even feel you when you try. Um, the amount of contact that you're able to absorb, I mean, obviously you do feel it, but is that a point of pride for you at all? Um, well, I just, I mean, this is my makeup of, of the game. My little league coach has always told me don't stop, don't crying or, or complaining about a foul, just play through it. Um, you know, try to make the bucket and worry about, you know, control what you can control. And, uh, you know, my mindset was, you know, that at like age, uh, you know, nine, ten years old, just kind of play through it, play through the contact. Um, if there's a, <clears throat> you know, I get fouled a lot. Um, you know, sometimes it's called, sometimes it's not. But I got to still maintain my focus because, um, you know, there's so much more of the game to be played. All right, so there's LeBron James. And I got to be honest, a little weird Q&A. It's an historic night for LeBron. He has this big night. He passes Wilt. And it's just a couple of, and then it's into, all right, how about Rondo and how do you feel? It's like you're talking X's and O's. This, this is, you know, you can talk X's and O's with LeBron anytime you want to. This is this huge night, and the questions are all not at all what they should be. What's the story? I mean, really, and that's the thing about reporters. What's the story? LeBron passes Will Chamberlain. And it's one question really about Will? I figured we'd have another couple of questions where he could use work on my craft and things like that a little more. You know, the the grandiose big picture saying you don't complain about fouls. Now that I'm surprised we didn't hear reporters laughing. I mean, I mean, at, we, at we, that part of the process, but I just don't get it. I the mean, Rondo, the, the ball screens from well, Lonzo ball and everything else just seemed, seemed a, a bit premature, but I guess they'll celebrate uh, LeBron. However they will here. It, it was, was just done. odd. Yeah. You know, it's, it's almost still like, He's not really a Laker. You know, like, you still have that push-pull that, all right, he's still kind of at arm's length. Even though he's given great highlights, okay, look, when he, when he had those two dunks in the first game, it's okay, I get LeBron, he's a Laker now, but still, things are still a little bit awkward. And I, I don't get that. Everything should have been, hey, LeBron, here you are. How do you feel? What do you think about Wilt? Tell me what do you like about Wilt. Did you ever meet him? Did you ever, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And he, and no, and there was and there was none of that. Yeah, there's a, a million pieces to that, and talking about now you're you're in this top five. You you've got Jordan in your sights. You got Kobe. What's it? You know what's the pace and and everything else in in terms of how it it felt. And even if you're going to get into the game, you know, get specific with his shot because this was the first time that he looked comfortable in in terms of his three point shooting and everything else rounding out. But an opportunity to celebrate, and, and maybe they just didn't want to just yet. It's still a Kobe town. They were afraid they'd get stuff painted over their their uh, copy. LeBron also said after the game, the ball, jersey, and shoes from tonight's game surpassing Wilt going to his school in Ohio. So that's where it's all going. From Mike, I'm Jason. We're going. Ben Maller's coming in. He's next on Fox. Juice.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.